How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to None of the Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens. And today, we're talking one big Marvel story before we finally discuss the rise of Skywalker. We want to remind everyone that if you're looking for more content from us, we have a Patreon now, and you can sign up at patreon.com slash notanothermoviepod. This month, we're going to start talking Game of Thrones, the Targaryen prequel on the Patreon, and we're going to discuss the history of some of the big characters to expect in this series. So again, sign up at patreon.com slash notanothermoviepod. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, too, at notanothermoviepod. And at Culture Cray, we just do a bunch of updates and post stuff about when to expect next episodes, all that. It's all on that page. In Bill News, this is my Bill News. It's Marvel related. Christian Bale is in talks to star in Thor Love and Thunder. You guys, young Odin? And everyone thinks it might be Beta Ray Bill. Who's Beta Ray Bill? He's essentially a space horse who wields Molnir at one point. He's actually the true, well, yeah, he's like, he becomes Thor at one point, right, Ross? Well, he wields Mjolnir, so he wields the power of Thor. Pretty baller. And that with the picture of his beard out like that, he looks kind of like a young Odin to me. Oh, that was just some random ass picture I found and tweeted. That, <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with it. No, I know. I'm just saying in that picture, he looks like a young Odin. Isn't Odin dead? Yeah, but I was saying young Odin as in like a flashback. But do you think Christian Bale's going to come back for a flashback? I don't know. Matt Damon was in the in Ragnarok for, what, 10 seconds? That was a cameo, point. though. This sounds like it's a legit role. Yeah, that's true. Valid point. And it's crazy, too, because he said he'd never do comic book movies again. Like, very recently he said that. Well, he's not for sure in it. It's just a rumor. But widely reported. There was a few reliable sources posting this one. So he's in talks. Yeah, it's not official for sure. But you think Beta Ray Bill? Was that just the consensus? No, that was just when we posted it. Like that was a bunch of responses were saying Beta Ray Bill. It'd probably be more like a villain for Lady Thor, or the Mighty Thor, is what I would think if he was going to be a villain. I could see him being a villain though. Who, what kind of villain would he be though? Or Bill. There's this guy named the Minotaur, and he has a human alter ego, so he can switch between this like crazy beast. That seems more like what something Christian Bale would do. I couldn't see him wanting to be just be a straight CGI character. Well, unless he was doing a voice, maybe. He's done you a bunch think of he would roles. want to play the Minotaur, though? Beta Ray Bill is such a weird name. I don't know what I would want to play. <laughs> What's special about the Minotaur, though? I've never heard of this character. He's one of the main baddies for the Mighty Thor, which is where they're headed in this movie. They're passing the torch. Oh, okay. Thor to, Thor to Natalie Portman's Thor. When Jane becomes Thor. Is there anything interesting about the Minotaur's character or anything that would attract Christian Bale? He fucks him up. And Taika Waititi wrote the script. I think maybe that could be it. It's just how Taika must have wrote something pretty good, if he's at least interested. It could just be, too, that they sent him the script and he's really thinking about it, but maybe not. It could be a situation with Joaquin Phoenix when he was thinking about be, being Doctor Strange, and then we know that didn't happen. That's true. We don't know. We'll see. What yeah, happens. we'll see. That was it. That was the only real little Marvel thing I had before. The real part of the pod. Lego. Okay, we ready? Star Wars talk? We've been sitting on this one for a minute. I oh, know we have. It's been like fucking three weeks since this movie came out. Everyone's seen it, though. 
Luke's finally seen it. Yeah, we can finally talk Dude, about it. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> that wasn't even my fault. No, not at all. I honestly can't believe you didn't see a spoiler for the first two weeks there i tell you i don't go online dude you didn't see any spoilers holy shit fuck no nice i know nothing dude people were dropping spoilers like everywhere though tv random other places on the internet i'm just not online enough good good for you luke yeah i'm proud i'm proud of you fool that's crazy yeah Yeah, dude kept asking me for spoilers too and i was like nope gotta go see it (laughs) dude what i was not asking you for spoilers you were like, explain why, you, either why you didn't like it or what you did, or like, what was good about it. Mm-mm. Yeah, huh? That was on the Patreon. I don't even remember that, dude. I was <laughs> blacked out. So, Luke, I want to know what your thoughts were on it. I'm curious. I just want to hear you unload is what I want to hear, Ross. <laughs> you want to hear me unload? Jerome, unload on this movie. I want to hear you go first before I unload on it. The only way I know how to really do this movie is that this would be one that we kind of break down by parts just because there's so much to cover with it okay yeah sure just give like before we get all the way into it just give like your spoiler free thoughts for a spoiler free review i thought this movie was visually very beautiful with all the money thrown at it you're gonna get that you expect that going in and you do get it there's some badass visuals you know fight scenes but there wasn't really to me there wasn't a lot of motion behind the action as far as that department goes some some parts there were but some parts there just wasn't anything behind the characters that made me care for them fighting yeah emotion emotion as you meaning like you as a viewer right yeah yeah exactly yeah i was emotionally invested into it yeah exactly like it felt unearned yes the main thing the main consensus about this movie for me was just that it felt like it was the second movie in a trilogy and it felt like episode eight to me, wasn't really there as much. They kind of took a few things from it, but it just, there was no vision, no connection in this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, that gets said a lot, I feel like, online and stuff, but it's true. That's really how I feel about the movie. It just didn't feel like a satisfying conclusion to this trilogy. I don't even think you're the only one either. I mean, well, definitely online, but just even looking at the ratings of this thing, this movie had 56% Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's not very good. IMDb, which is an audience aggregating system, got a 6.9. So that's that's lower than The Last Jedi. That's bottom three score for a Star Wars movie. That's that's the only ones lower were episode one and two. Yeah, not good, man. Wow. <laughs> what? Episode one and two is better than this. What? Uh... Ooh, okay. Tell us where you're coming from, Luke. Cause... Yeah, why do you think that? I would say the episode, okay, the episode one and two made sense. That's what I was going to say. The prequel trilogy at least is cohesive, but the dialogue, the writing, I mean, just the dialogue mostly in those movies. Dude, episode one had a goat fight. That's true. There was no fight in this that was that was goat. Top five Star Wars fight in episode one. Top three. Top three. Shit. That's tough. What's your top three? Number one, Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. That's yeah. definitely in the top three. And Vader and Luke no. in episode five is my top no, three. Number two, number two is Palpatine and Mace Windu. And then number three is probably that fight. The one where he's fighting Maul? Yeah, Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon and uh, Obi-Wan. Sorry. The one we got a prequel about. boy over here. Big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, come on, though. Like... The fucking fights in the OG trilogy were not, they're not stuff that we expect today. They're not, 
as good. The choreography is not as good. The it's not as complex. I would argue that pretty simplistic. I would argue that you could only say that about episode four because episode five, although they're not like twirling like crazy maniacs, the choreography <laughs> is pretty solid as far as just more fighting like knights rather than crazy sci-fi ballerinas. Yeah, Vader versus Luke. That's a pretty that was a pretty good one, man. Like Luke was pretty raw in that battle. He like force jumped out of the pit when he thought he got, caught him and that was a good battle. I like that one a lot. Definitely in the he gets OT. his arm cut off. Yeah, he still gets smoked in the end. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He gets smoked. And the back and forth in that battle was amazing. Just because you see the whole time Vader's toying with Luke. Yeah, really, it's fun. Yeah. And then at the end, when he Luke catches him on the shoulder, he gets angry and he's like, fuck so, this. So I'm in the top three, Ross. Okay, on the spot. That's my favorite one. Every time I watch that one, dude, I just. I, I get goosebumps. I'm like, fuck, this is sick. Okay, it has to be lightsaber on lightsaber, or can it be anything? No, lightsaber, dude. Come on, lightsaber battles. Fuck. Because my number two would be Vader versus the Rebels in Rogue One. Yeah, that is that is one of the best scenes ever in Star Wars, but just straight lightsaber battles. Okay, then I would have to go Anakin versus Obi-Wan. See, that's my goosebumps one. Yeah, that one's that one's amazing, dude. The one that, like, oh, dude, that, just that, oh, fucking watching that. Like, you seen that in theaters as a kid, dude. I was tripping balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was freaking like, out. Like, opening night, we, me and my brother went with my dad, dude. Like, that shit was sick. When's the last time you watched the prequels, Luke? When's the last time? Yeah. It's been a little bit. I promise you those first two movies <laughs> will not hold up like you remember. The the fights will. True. Okay, but somewhat. So we're talking about fights here. I'm not talking about like dialogue and fucking how good they are. Okay, that third fight is hard to pick though. That's that's a really tough one. There's so many fights I could go into that one. There's Obi Wan versus Obi Wan and Qui Gon versus Darth Maul, and then there's Yoda, Obi Wan, and Anakin versus Count Dooku, and there's Yoda versus Palpatine. There's Obi Wan versus General Grievous. There's Luke versus Darth Vader in Episode Six. Like, I feel like those all could be number three. Damn. What about you? Is this only live action? Yes. Oh, oh, fuck. Okay, only live action. I think we should only be talking about the fucking Skywalker saga right now as well. Okay. Come on, dude. You got to have a top three. Narrow it down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck. All right. I'm going with, yeah, I'll go with Darth Maul versus Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon then. That's that's a good one. That one part, okay. That first Phantom Menace battle, there's definitely some of the most natural feeling choreography, especially when Maul and Obi-Wan are going at it. Yeah. For sure. But I do think that some parts of the prequel trilogy do are a little over choreographed. Like there's that part even in the first, in episode three, where they're just randomly waving those lightsabers for a second. They just do <laughs> fucking like little X's in air against each other, Obi-Wan and Anakin. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love about. that, dude. They're just feeling each other out, you know, like force feeling. Yeah, that's attributed to the force, dude. Just like everything else, you'd love to do that, Zach. Okay, that's a that's a good. Re- I like that. Good reason. <laughs> I kind of took it as their brothers, and they've fought alongside for so many years that they're so in tune with each other's fighting styles that they could wave like they could be attacking and defending 
without even touching each other's swords just dude it's almost like wrestling if you've wrestled you go into practice and you wrestle someone that you always 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 wrestled you fucking are fainting you're fainting fainting dude the entire practice is like you fainting against each other and then one of you might get a single leg and then it's just you fighting for position and then maybe get a takedown it's really if you're wrestling someone that you've wrestled a lot before it's really fucking it's just boring kind of <laughs> shit you know it's fainting kind of like they're doing because so in tune with each other's fighting styles yeah yeah because you just you know how what they're gonna do next so you're just trying to find your fucking opportunity waiting for them to fuck up yeah that's how i took that part i, I like that that's good reasoning i was more just trying to like argue for the sake of saying the OT, yeah, the OT doesn't have as good choreography because it was so early. But I do think, at, besides the first one with Obi Wan and Vader, the other ones are pretty good for their Obi-Wan time. Obi Wan Vader's not, dude. For real, fight. who choreographed Obi Wan versus Vader? Like, was it a sixty-year-old <laughs> man that fucking choreographed that? Dude, when Obi Wan throws that little spin move in, he just like <laughs> does a complete three sixty, slow as fuck, right in front of me. <laughs> oh, here I go. They're just like tapping, dude. They're just zip. They're just zapping. Yeah, they're yeah. just like slap, 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 slap. <laughs> yeah, probably the worst one in the series. The first, the OG. <laughs> All right, Zach, what are your top yeah, three? Yeah, I want to hear Zach's. Damn. <laughs> yeah, get put on the spot. You see how it, how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Yeah, you fuck. <laughs> okay. Skin, Zach, I love you. Did you just take another rip? <laughs> <laughs> Me? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm no. not even smoking tonight. Oh. I was drinking my water bottle. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, because we're just talking straight, purely just the lightsaber aspects of it, right? Not like the significance. Yeah. Yes. Damn. Then I probably would say, yeah, they have the prequel trilogies probably have the best lightsaber fights, at least two of the best ones. But as as far as like storytelling and writing, it's okay. Storytelling's fine. <laughs> the, like dialogue and acting is is not good. That's what I was saying. I'd probably still choose Obi-Wan versus Maul. Feels like the most natural fight for me. And it, they probably even let them just kind of do a scene and just kind of freestyle some stuff in there too. And just seeing how much they practice with each other in real life. Is, oh yeah, watching all those behind the scene videos are insane. Yeah. And then I would takes. probably put, I would agree with you guys, Anakin versus Obi-Wan, episode three. That one's crazy. Number one? Is your number one? I think that'd be my number one. Number two would be Obi-Wan versus Maul. Three, then I'm doing Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Okay. Dang, none of us put sequel trilogy in there. <laughs> I actually really like the the water fight. The fight on the... Dude, the water fight was pretty cool. I like yeah. it when actors or when the choreographers have them turn their swords around. It seems kind of badass. How Kylo Ren was doing. It was very fluid and they started using force abilities while they stopped blades. That was pretty cool. That was some new stuff. Yeah, that was new. That one was pretty good. Damn, honestly, fuck. I'd probably have to watch a bootleg version. And I need to see like a just super cut of all the fights in a row. That one was pretty good. That was that was definitely a, one of the highlights for me of this movie. I liked how natural that fight was. Just felt very, I don't know, casual, but they were also both full rage at the same time. Yeah, and you could tell that they're more just kind of raw. They don't have the years of training compared to, let's say, Obi-Wan and Maul probably had or Anakin and Obi-Wan. It just was raw, swinging. It was good. I liked that fight. That was the best one of the new trilogy. Uh, yeah, I would probably agree. Mm -hmm. Or the Praetorian Guard throne room. But that one, the only problem with that one is when you slow it down, it's actually the choreography shit. Are you talking about when they kill Snoke? 
Yeah, right after that, when they fight the those red, red guards. guards. Yeah. But that's not like a lightsaber battle. That's just them close. Yeah. Uh, attacking guess. these fucking red guys. Yeah. Yeah. But they have like energy weapons. I get what you're saying. Yeah. When you saw you can see some errors. Ray kicks three dudes at once. They kind of just look like they're swinging at him, like they're acting. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like they're really trying to kill Kylo Ren in that fight. The acting is what saves that fight, too. Just because they're so emotional and aesthetically, too. It's just like really good looking scene. Yeah. That set looks sick. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The red there's was one dope. There's one part too where she, where one of the guards has two blades. She gets all tangled up with him, but then he only has one blade. All of a sudden, yeah, that, it just fucking disappears. Yeah, there was a lot of questionable little choreography mistakes in there. Luke versus Kylo. That doesn't count. Don't count. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> even, Luke doesn't even. He's not even fighting anyone. There's also Ray versus Kylo. In the, he just got bamboozled. Uh, yeah. Ray versus Kyle. I don't think that first fight's that good. No. Nah, yeah. It, visually, it's pretty cool, though. Similar to episode eight. In the new trilogy, that's what I was going to say, too, is I don't think lightsaber battles have ever looked better because they have the lights. Like, they actually light up on their face and stuff. It just feels way more natural. Yeah. 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 C- compared to any other movie. Damn it. Imagine if they had today's technology, but then the exact team for the original trilogy. <laughs> that would be insane. That'd be tight. Just remake them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> remake them? No. They would probably make them differently if they had today's technology. Just because yeah. of what they could do. George Lucas would probably fuck something up. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Probably. But he had he had people in the original trilogy, like in their crew, that would help him keep him in check. Well, that was what his problem was with the prequels, is that in the original trilogy, his wife rewrote the whole movie and his group of boys were just like, dude, this sucks. The first time he showed him a new hope. So he had to redo it. And then the second movie, he didn't even direct it. And the third one, he didn't direct either the next two. And he had people help with the story. Whereas the prequels, he had no one who would tell him no. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, dude, this dialogue's not great. Maybe we should go back to the lab and rewrite it again. Or, Bro, I love the clip of George Lucas watching The Phantom Menace. And he's like sitting there just contemplating. And then he says, I may have went a bit too far and a few places <laughs> and then he just gets silent as fuck there's there's a bunch there's a bunch of issues with those prequels for sure at least they were cohesive though that is the thing about this new trilogy though is it like you guys were saying this shit didn't feel cohesive at all just felt like they were just throwing random stuff in and didn't know where they were going to go with it i agree man mm-hmm. like thank god the skywalker saga is over so we can just move past when they announced these movies it, i was so hyped and here we are now i'm just like damn i wish that they hadn't even called those the skywalkers trilogy they could have just done a different trilogy just done something different and say it's not connected yeah i feel like it's not part of the skywalker saga dude yeah they just wanted just to use tarnishes the- it the old characters to get people to come out to, buy, yeah, to watch dude. the movie. Lando Calrissian out of nowhere. Yeah. Come on, gay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was definitely going to agree with you too, Ross, that it felt like they kind of smashed two movies together with this one. Just the pacing. And even the writer, Chris Torreo, said that he wished they could have split it into two movies. But the reasoning he said they didn't was because this was his quote. He said, but this is what George Lucas, Lucas wanted. And I don't know if you can say that considering the fact that y'all just, they threw out George Lucas's outlines for these movies. So yeah, this isn't what he wanted. I don't even know why. It honestly felt like with a lot of the stuff after the movie came out that he was kind of deflecting. Like he said, all this stuff was set before he was brought in. This is what JJ wanted. This is what George Lucas wanted. Like, I don't like that at all either. <laughs> Just kind of making excuses for it. Yeah. Not accepting blame kind of thing. 
Yeah, just yeah. it's like, bro, you still wrote. <laughs> you yeah, still wrote most weak, of the shit. Dude. Yeah, that's weak. George Lucas literally said he felt betrayed too. Yeah, that's insane. That came out a couple months ago. He said he felt betrayed by Kathleen Kennedy and Disney because they didn't when he sold them the rights to Lucasfilm, he sold them the outlines too. And he must have been under the impression that they were going to use those and they just threw them out. Which is insane when you look back at Kathleen Kennedy a couple months ago. She was saying they had no material to work off of with this trilogy. You could borrow stuff from the extended universe. What a fucking idiot. Oh yeah. my god. And you had George Lucas's outline. You had that. You could have used some more stuff from that. George Lucas didn't even like The Force Awakens either. He called it, he said he thought it was too safe. Basically called it a rehash himself. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Like, Kathleen Kennedy fuck? is fucking stupid. And the thing is, they don't have to just throw it out they could just take in the script use the core story refine some of the things that are obviously not as well crafted dude that isn't that pretty much what happened with the original trilogy yeah they just took uh george lucas's core story and refined it i watched this documentary about the star wars story literally the other night no yeah man there was a ton of drafts for dude, the original he, yeah he didn't even know that luke and leia were going to be twins until the fifth or sixth film, I can't even, or fifth film, right? Yeah, well, the, the second, second one. Film, sorry. Well, okay, so what he did, so he didn't know in A New Hope that Darth Vader was going to be Luke's dad at the very beginning. He didn't know that. But that was something that he then, when he was writing Empire Strikes Back, that was a twist that he kept. He didn't tell anyone about that either. When they filmed the movie, Mark Hamill even said that, when he did that line, he said, no, Obi-Wan killed your father. And that was the first time he saw it was when he saw the movie. He was like, oh, shit, dude, that twist was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, but I still feel like that's different than what they did with this, because that's that's just you developing your story. Whereas this these movies kind of like walk back on stuff that was already established. And what you were saying, yeah, with Luke and Leia, that, yeah, he didn't have that. I don't know if you'd throw in a scene where they're kissing and stuff and Empire Strikes Back if you had that planned already. But narratively, that still works because neither of them knew. No one knew. And he knew that Luke was always going to have a twin. That was something he always had planned. But it wasn't until, I think, after The Empire Strikes Back going into Return of the Jedi when he decided to make them twins. And it worked out. It all works cohesively. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's really not that weird because it's somebody... They got adopted by different families on different planets. They had literally no idea. So. And they have a connection. Dude, it's more just like, you know, a family kiss. Like, hey, how are you doing? You know? And it was to make Han Solo jealous, too. <laughs> What'd you say? Family kiss? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, what's, what's up, like, what's like, up big goose? I, I missed you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like some Tom Brady shit. <laughs> no, Joking. Tom Brady's beyond family shit. Tom Brady's, Brady's like kissing cousins down south shit. He's like making out with his own son, bro. Dude, what's like, wrong with deep throating your son? <laughs> just feel yeah. man's the goat, man. He can don't Zach. Don't <laughs> even say what you're about to say. <laughs> Fuck you. Six rings. I do. Yeah, six rings, and you're allowed to shove your tongue down your son's throat. I'm not on board with that. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, boys. Should we start running through this film now? That was a good sure. little prelude. To actually, going through the movie. Yeah, sounds good. So before we really talk this. I got to say, there's a lot of discussion online about what makes you a real Star Wars fan because of this movie, and it's all bullshit. You're allowed to say that you like this film and these Disney-era films and still be a Star Wars fan. You're allowed to say you didn't like these films 
and still be a fan of Star Wars. People are allowed to have their opinions. No one should tell you you're wrong. No one is wrong. If you like this film, I'm very glad you liked it. I wish I did. I did think it was entertaining, movie at parts, and worth a watch. And I'll never forget my experience seeing it because the end of the Skywalker saga, because I was at Lucasfilm for a press event. The atmosphere was crazy. I was there before any review came out of it, so very open mind. But I left feeling very unsatisfied when I thought back on a lot of the stuff that was previously established from other films. And I didn't like some of the character decisions and writings with this one. And we decided to wait to do this pod until the writers shared more details on their decisions. And that's honestly made it a little worse for me too since then. And I haven't talked to Luke and Ross about this at all yet. So as a precursor, it might get a little negative. And if you disagree with us, feel free to shoot us a DM on Not A Movie Pod on Twitter or on our Patreon and let us know your thoughts as well. I'd love to discuss some Star Wars with our listeners. All right, so opening crawl. The dead speak. Palpatine's back. He's back in the credit or he's in the opening credits. No other hint, no other reason. Dude, for real, that just like punches you right in the nuts. Palp's back. Guess what? Like, okay. You know where they dropped the message to is in Fortnite, his message across the galaxy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> and didn't put it in the movie. Yeah. What? The only way you were hearing it is if you were on Fortnite or you found a clip of it later. Yeah. So Fortnite canon, I guess. <laughs> oh, Fortnite my is canon. God, dude. That's the fucking. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> I want to say something right now, but it's not supposed to be on air. Fuck. That's so dumb. <laughs> Poor shit. <laughs> dude. And get this. The editor, a couple of days ago, she said that they thought providing the context for why he's back more information would have fell out of place in the story. It wasn't needed. I feel like that was definitely needed. Dude, it felt like out of nowhere, like left field nowhere. He was shoehorned right the fuck in there, dude. And it was like five minutes into the movie and he was already in there just talking to Kylo. Out of out of nowhere, you're right. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, so yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that part too. Next, yeah, so the first scene, that was Mustafar, by the way. Kylo's on Mustafar. Which you wouldn't know either unless you read about it after the movie. I guess, well, they kind of have the planet. Who's on Mustafar? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. They could have showed Vader's castle or something to, you know, that you know. I think it was in ruins, right? It's probably been 30 years. It's probably destroyed at this point. That's a good point. And the reasoning is that this planet is healing, and that's why there's actually places you can stand. There isn't lava everywhere because the dark side's not tainting anymore now that Darth Vader's gone. But here's the thing. Even with that, the people that he's fighting are Vader cultists. So why wouldn't they want to work with the grandson of Darth Vader? Yeah, man. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> Maybe they're just... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That was one of those scenes, too. I just wish that they actually had shown more of it because it just looked like it was going to be a badass scene. And then it was just gone. It was cut. Yeah. Yeah. Him. J- well, I didn't... Wow. I wasn't a huge fan of how that was put together. That scene, it was just a bunch of short snippets of him doing badass things. Yeah, just like slaying motherfuckers is pretty much yeah. all it was. Oh, I know, but I, that's what I was saying. I wish that they could have like shown that maybe sped up and, and dragged yeah. that scene out a little bit because they for sure cut stuff because the First Order baddies, General Hux, another guy behind the scenes said that there was a whole nother scene that was originally in that cut. They could have just made this a fatty movie. And everyone would have accepted it. Oh, as the last Skywalker movie? For sure. Like, people yeah. would have been down on it. Yeah. And then we find out what happens to Snow and Snoke in the next scene. That part I did think was cool, just seeing all, the, like, the Sith fucking statues. Dude, yeah. Okay, that was tight. But just, just the visuals? Yeah. 
and him trying to get into it kylo like flying through the fucking the nebula nebula yeah that all looked really sick i was i was totally fine and then we introduced him again the thing is that that snoke stuff is a straight retcon 100 percent. oh just him being cloned and shit (laughs) yeah because even in the old novelization for the last jedi and for the force awakens so when jj was still on it in those novelizations there's a part that mentions right before palpatine was about to die he sensed another like dark side force entity which was snoke out in that and that unknown region so they totally retconned it because they just probably didn't know what to do after ryan johnson killed him damn wow. what the fuck good point <laughs> which i i fucking liked honestly so they made novels about the movies they always make novels to fill in all the little gaps and shit i honestly i hate i kind of hate it so you should fucking read the books in order for so maybe the movies are better if you read the books but that's still kind of stupid yeah i wish that they wouldn't make the books until way later because the way they do it now they plan i feel like they plan the movies to allow books to be written so that they could sell more product instead of writing the books just as something to add to the universe as a whole it's more like yeah. taking away parts of the movie and then using that to fill it with more merchandise like books zach will like bring some shit up about like oh yeah this was in the books it seems like it makes more sense for the movie Oh, I agree. But on the flip side, you can't fit everything into a movie. But still, there's definitely key details for this trilogy that I felt like, dude, put that on the screen, especially if it's your last movie. This is supposed to be something that wraps up everything. Yeah. And it also makes it pointless for all these books and these comics and all this other shit. If you just retcon what you put in there, what's the point of buying those things if they're not going to matter anyway? Sell product. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the Star Wars, dude. And not enough people read them to where it would matter if they wanted to retcon something small like that. Well, I just, I was just meaning like, well, this, I don't think this is that small. Well, okay. Yeah. Cause Snoke wasn't supposed to be a clone. This is something they shoehorned in here at the end. I think, but to the general audience, it's such a kind of minor detail in a book. Yeah. No one that knows could get overlooked that. really Who easy. knew about that? Did you know about that before the movie? Yeah, I didn't. I did. Oh, wait, I might have known that, but I... I Dude, there's probably a lot, or you probably forgot about it. Even if you did know about that, you probably forgot about it. Like, there was such a small, 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 small percentage of the people who watched it knew that it was retcon. I think this is something that we had talked about in the pod before, because we've talked about Snoke theories before, and we were saying that, well, he couldn't be a clone because they they established he was someone else completely. He's a different entity. I mean, not anymore. Obviously, now he's a clone. No, this was definitely... Not planned. You couldn't pay me to say that they planned Palpatine from episode seven till now. <laughs> what do no you way. mean, man? Ray had the 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 lightsaber pose like him planned. Wait, from episode three? Yeah, remember when he was about to fight Mace and all those fools, and he lunges back with his lightsaber? I'm making a joke, dude. There's no way they fucking planned this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit was added in last second. That stuff was added in a year ago because even the guy who plays Palpatine, he Ian didn't McDermott. hear about it. Yeah, Ian McDermott. He didn't hear about this movie until an, a year ago. But they could have just been keeping it a secret. George Lucas told him he'd never come back, which we'll get back. We'll get into eventually at the end of this movie or, or end of this pod. We'll talk about that. The only thing that hi- kind of hints at it would just be when Ray is training with Luke in Episode Eight, and he he says that she goes straight to the dark when she's meditating. Yeah, that's true. She sees herself. But that could have been anything. That could have led to multiple things and it's more of something that they could just pick up and use and say oh look it is planned 
Yeah, I agree with you. That is a good point, though. I forgot about that scene, honestly. What happens next? Then next, it's the Finn, Poe, chewy, random slug creature on that ship. Yeah. You know, the, the guy who says, uh, the guy who gives him the, the tells him about the fucking, what do they, what do they call him? Oh, B- Bothan Spice. The guy who told him who was the spy, that was Mark Hamill in a cameo. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. He so, tweeted about it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, though. Win the war. Yeah. Win the war. Mark Hamill dying twice in the series, man. But <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the light, light speed skipping. Yeah, doesn't that kind of break canon in a couple ways? It seems really risky because didn't... Well, one, Han Solo says that you have to really calculate stuff. He says that in A New Hope. Yeah. He's saying how it's a very precise thing. Okay, yeah. So I saw this as breaking canon in a couple ways because unless they've been upgraded very recently, TIE Fighters did not have hyper engine drives. Those ones do. Those ones do. Okay. Yeah. That's covered. But then, yeah, in like A New Hope in Empire Strikes Back, they can't just hyperdrive skip or whatever it's called. What is it well, called? It seems, it seems crazy, man. You're just going to run into something. Yeah. It's a wild concept. Like and what we were talking about the other day, if you, the odds, if you light speed skip, like you're going to end up in space too. More space oh, yeah. out there. Way bigger odds of just being randomly in space. Astronomically favorable odds of being in space. <laughs> And like in uh in a New Hope when they're escaping Hoth though they have to shoot their ion cannons to get away, they can't just light speed straight off the planet and shit like that. Oh, I know. Yeah, it just seems like a crazy, crazy risk. No, I just didn't know how I felt about it. it yeah. Kind of felt like that's what they did the whole movie too. After this, it just was like scene, 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 light speed skipping through the movie. <laughs> I I agree, man. The pacing, especially in that first forty five fifty minutes, they weren't letting stuff really breathe. It felt like. That's why I agree that I think it could be either way longer or it feels like two movies smushed. Well, isn't it 30 years after like A New Hope? This would be 31 years after Return of the Jedi. That's true. In defense of it. Definitely. Okay, good point. It just just seems like a crazy risk. But yeah, I agree. It could be that technology is a lot better, even with hyperspace. But it doesn't seem like they've been in this era of you know, peace and advance, like technological advancements besides Palpatine. Which, what the fuck, man? That guy had so many ships. Dude, that shit (laughs) bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) They're just flying out of the ground. I was like, God damn, how are they going to beat these? And they, whatever. We'll talk about that. That's all the end end discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going, Zach. I was going to say, though, a point, though, is that we know that they're at least good with carbon freezing. That's improved. In the Mandalorian. So there could be other aspects to that. Yeah. It's, okay, whatever. I'm done with the light speed <laughs> bullshit. Okay. Well, what happened? Scene happened next. Ray. Oh yeah. So then it showed Ray finally her perspective. They introduce all the characters again. Reintroduce. She's training, and okay. For me, honestly, I felt like with Leia specifically, it really felt like they were trying to. They were just like, we have these scenes. We really need to write around these because it just felt kind of out of place. Any line she had. Liz? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like not a lot you can do with that. I don't fault them too much for that. Yeah, because she's she died. She was supposed to be the biggest part of this movie. It was supposed to be first movie, Han Solo. Second movie's Luke's. Leia's the third one. And even a couple years ago, Kathleen Kennedy said she wasn't going to be in this movie at all. Really? What the fuck? Damn what? Until JJ was looking back into the old footage and said, okay, we can work with this. Interesting. Yeah. What'd you guys think about her being a full on Jedi now? Wait, Leia or Ray? Leia. Yeah, bullshit. 
<laughs> I feel a little out, out of left field. I don't have anything against her being a Jedi. I would. I think it's cool that she's a Jedi, but I would. I just wish they would have built up to it more. They established it. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. She's like the rebellion general. Then all of a sudden she's a fucking Jedi and she's just has the right to train someone. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with that because I always wanted to see Leia become a Jedi. But in The Force Awakens, this was straight from J.J. Abrams himself. He said that she never became a Jedi. Then she chose to be a general. She chose to go down that path. And in the opening crawl of The Force Awakens, it says Luke is the last Jedi in that. That's the reason why Ryan Johnson even named the title The Last Jedi. He got it from J.J. Abrams. She learned the basics, but she never was at this level that she's torching Luke in one-on-one lightsaber battles. She's never yeah. carried a lightsaber. Yeah, that was, that was fucking a dumbass flashback, too. Could you say blasphemous, even? Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucking blasphemous. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're really telling me Luke, a fully trained Jedi Knight, is going to get torched by his Padawan, who supposedly doesn't even train at all. But I guess now they retcon that she has trained this whole time. Yeah, this is a straight retcon. She's a Jedi Master, man. Force Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, Force Ghost, dude. She's (laughs) not at that level. She's just dead. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve to be a Force Ghost, but like. Yeah, no, I'm saying she doesn't deserve to be a Force Ghost. She didn't learn the Force like that. That, yeah. I want her to be a Force Ghost, but she doesn't deserve it, is what I meant to say. It just never was really set up. Yeah, it just, even Ryan Johnson said that in the last movie where she does that Mary Poppins bullshit, that was literally like a life and death situation. That was so, oh my God. (laughs) When I rewatched that, I was like, are you serious? What is that? I can't even believe that I forgot about that scene, like how horseshit that scene was. It would have made <laughs> that scene was so, very bad. Dude, any other, every other Jedi would have been dead. Yeah, even Luke. Luke, I was just about to say Luke included, dude. Any any Jedi in that situation, I'm expecting them to die. Dude, that's instant death, like just by anyone. It doesn't matter if you're a human or a Jedi. Fatty explosion. Unless you're fucking Superman. Yeah, bro. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like that this was JJ trying to explain even that scene, but it just, it didn't need to be explained why she survived that. Just, we we moved on from it, you know? We moved on from the Mary Poppins. If they would have showed, like, a scene in Force Awakens of something Force-related, something she was doing Force-related, and maybe a scene in the beginning of Episode Eight before that? You mean, like, what kind of Force-related? Like a flashback Force-related? They showed her having connections to her son in The Force Awakens, but it was more just like similar to what she had in Return of the Jedi. Like she gets feelings. Yeah, that. Yeah, she's more emotion. She's like emotionally connected to the Force more. She's like. still a Skywalker, so she would be have crazy potential and probably as much potential as Luke. Okay, I shouldn't say Force related, but more like Force combat related, I guess. She never carried a lightsaber. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And I, that one, I just, uh, it was like, it felt like that they just didn't know what to do really because of she passed away. And it wasn't even any of the canon novel. Even the canon novels established that she didn't really train either. Like no one even, and in the canon novels, it was around the time too when Ben, because she never even told Ben that Darth Vader was his grandpa until he was older. He didn't even find out from her. He found out because the whole galaxy found out because that's why she had to leave the new rebellion. Yeah, man. I yeah, I don't agree with it. On top of everything, if you think of back to all of George Lucas's movies, he never used flashbacks to tell major plot points. Did he? Nope. Yeah. I think, no. Only in I guess in episode two or I think two when Anakin's fl- having a flashback about killing the sand 
the not sand people. That's like the fucking what are they called? Oh, Tuscan Raiders. Wasn't that like a vision? Was that a vision? Oh fuck, it might have been a vision. Yeah, I don't even think that not like a flashback like this where no on this scale. I don't think he ever did a flashback ever. Honestly, I was just thinking to myself, has he ever done a flashback? I can't think of one. It's just like better storytelling too when you don't have to do that. Oh, what'd you guys think about Pisana? That was the sand planet. That was the next part. This is where Lando comes in. I thought the oh dude, all of a sudden mm. they're fucking at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Just bullshit. I thought the odds of them winding up in that exact same sand trap was bullshit as well. Really? I didn't even think about that. That thought never crossed my mind about the them sinking into it. The one thing in that scene, what is so important that Finn needs to say when he's dying? Him being force sensitive is not that important. No, that I, I say bullshit on that. I don't know what the fuck. Why would they do that, though? Why would they just not say it in the movie? It's, it's JJ's mystery box bullshit, man. It's just... It's one of those things where he's like, oh, I put all the hints there. You should figure it out. But this doesn't make sense. Why? What is so important that in your dying thing, you can't tell Poe this and you're trying to tell her as you're about to suffocate to death. I thought he was going to tell her that he was in love with Finn. That was what I was thinking. You, you or, mean sorry, that that he, he was, was in love, love with, with Ray? With Poe. Oh, with Poe? What? Why can't, why can't he tell Poe? What's well, the why big deal? He, why would he tell Ray that, though? Dude, he was going to tell Ray that he was in love with her. That doesn't even make fucking sense. That's what I'm saying. Why? Maybe it was Poe. That's what I was thinking. But why would he? What? No, dude. No. I think this, was a, this was a huge thing going into the movie. What was? was? The, whole, the whole Finn Poe shit. Finn Poe? I, mean, I, thought Finn. It, I thought it made more sense than him telling it. Okay, I'm just talking about in the logical situations from what we saw. I was thinking... It's either A, he's force sensitive because they've shown a bunch of hints in this movie and in the first movie, or it was that the reason why he wouldn't want to tell Poe is because he's in love with Poe. Like, why else wouldn't you want to tell him? Bro, What's the that big makes deal? No sense. Dude, that makes zero sense. If you think that you're about to die, all. why would you say either of those things to Ray? If you I thought you were about to die, dude, you would say that to Poe. Exactly, dude. He'd be like, Poe, I have something to tell you. Not yeah. Ray. I have something to tell you about Poe. I don't. That's what I'm what? Fucking, <laughs> Are you <laughs> fucking stupid, Zach? It didn't make sense. None of it. That's what I'm trying to say. I just, it didn't even, uh, whatever, boys. Dude, it was him <laughs> about to admit, admit his love to fucking Ray. No, no it that's why Poe. he wouldn't tell Poe. Definitely what it seems like. It didn't concern Poe. Well, maybe Poe would get jealous. Why would you care about jealousy? What is the two thing seconds before you Finn die? <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. There was, they've, they've, is it a gay relationship? Yeah. Also, well, that was no, the whole thing. Was yeah. There's little hints through the trilogy so far that that could have been a way they were going. And they teased this whole big storyline about there being a gay relationship in this movie. And that was what Oscar Isaac said that he had been pushing for. It doesn't even make sense, dude. I honestly, after rewatching the entire trilogy, I thought fucking Finn was just in love with Ray the whole time. Cause that's what makes the most sense. Cause the entire time he's just trying to fucking find his, find his friend. I'm just trying like, remember when he's the second one, when they're fucking, when they're being attacked by star destroyer or whatever. And he's trying to get off. And he's like, I just need to go and find my friend. Like He's about to abandon everyone just to go and find Ray. He's obviously in love with her. That's kind of what I saw too as well. But he had a pretty strong relationship with Poe as well. Yeah, because they were homies. But I mean, we saved his, he like risked his life to save this dude. Yeah, but he also needed him at the same time, you know. He risked his life, but 
he also was risking his life to save himself, not just to save Poe or Finn. I agree. I was just saying that whole fucking the little mystery box shit that JJ threw in, it was bullshit. It didn't make any sense. It wasn't necessary. Just say he's force sensitive. These unsatisfying mystery box things go all the way back to The Force Awakens with why Maz Katna somehow has Luke's lightsaber that fell through the clouds of of Bespin and why Anakin's lightsaber would call out to a Palpatine. No, I agree, because this is supposed to be the fucking conclusion. It's not supposed to be open-ended. Well, it was there. It was there. I... The like him having a feeling, him knowing to shoot the gunner ship at the end, him knowing that Ray oh, died. No, him form. being force sensitive. Yeah, no, that is there. I was just saying the mystery box shit about what was he going to say. Oh yeah, well you they they said that he was going to say he was force sensitive, but I just mean like that. What? That's what no, he was supposed to say. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's who said that? That's what the writer said. That's the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. That's that's what JJ. Yeah. Said. Ray, I have something to tell you. I can feel the force. Dead. <laughs> Dude, we all already knew that shit. That's fucking dumb. That's the stupidest thing, right? That, that's what I mean. That's oh dumber my. than telling uh, either of them you have feelings for them, is what I was saying. I was just like, why is that <laughs> necessary while you're about to fucking die? Duh, Jesus. Yeah, that's just bad writing right there. I'm sorry, but that's bad. Yeah, this writer that was putting the blame on everyone else, he fucking sucks. This was this was <laughs> that writer too. That's the the same guy who who wrote Batman vs Superman, and he wrote Justice League. Just fucking so back to back trash. to back. Damn, just not great. But he won an Oscar for Argo for writing, 2012. Damn, he got well, he's past his prime. He just needs to go back. He needs to stay away from franchise. Yeah, movies. he should stay away from fantasy shit. Fantasy sci-fi superhero. So what else was it? This Pasana part. I actually like the alien. I thought like the aliens look cool. The, there was a lot of cool aliens in this movie, and it felt the, Star Warsy. This whole scene did it felt random. <laughs> That's what happens when there's a bad movie, dude. You just start nitpicking. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> just tearing it to shreds. I know, dude. You get really cynical about everything that happens. I agree, man. And then you kind of overlook the. Something that could be considered good. Dude, we totally fucking went over when they remade Kylo Ren's helmet. Oh, yeah, we did. that part. You didn't like that part? Dude, they had fucking Planet of the Apes making his helmet. (laughs) Dude, those are the Knights of Ren. Dude, while everyone else is standing around, like, just watching this dude, that doesn't even make sense either. (laughs) Fuck, here I go, nitpicking. I don't know, I didn't have a, I didn't really have a problem with that part. I just took it. I took it that, that monkey. I just took it that he's conflicted. He's bouncing back to the Darth Vader aspect with the mask, or him being Ben. I it, it just took took it at me as he's being conflicted. But it felt kind of random to throw that back in after he completely shattered it. Yeah, it, it was kind of cheesy. The Last like, Jedi. Damn. Okay, that's a good. I forgot he completely shattered it. Yeah, you broke. How'd that. you forget about that? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in a while, honestly. He smashed that, and then he was like, fuck Snoke, killed him. And then became the new leader. Mm. I don't know. That that's, that was my take on it. I don't know if there's a, a real answer for that yet. In the grand scheme of this movie, that wasn't anything that... No, yeah, you're right. There was so much other shit I was with, that I had problems with that I didn't even I think. I thought it was goofy as fuck, though. I yeah. Just up. Wasn't, that, wasn't that monkey, like, smoking a fucking cigar yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> was he? Yeah. I even noticed that. Planet <laughs> of the Apes. Fucking smoking big doinks and Amish. Big Caesar over here. Yeah. Caesar. God, what else with that? Man, that Pisan. What else? 
the fucking the they force fly you. now stuff and that oh. I did like the dude who just blew up on the jetpack. That was sick. What that wow yeah. and then just bam. Crashed. <laughs> like that. I don't understand why. Okay. Oh my god, man. See, I'm I'm picking this shit <laughs> apart, like you guys are saying, but just everyone else, every other character uses some sort of land speeder, and these guys have like dune buggy things. You know that's gonna get one of them killed eventually. Yeah, yeah. Like why? I don't know, man. I don't, that seems like regressive technology. Yeah. What do you guys think about them doing the God, like Kylo just bull rushing her. She swipes his ship. Yeah, bro. The whole time he was doing that, I was like, what the fuck are you even trying to accomplish? You're not even shooting at her. What kind of strafing? I'm not going to shoot her. Didn't he say later he was just trying to draw dark side out of her or something? Oh, so he's trying to draw her anger kind of like uh, Sidious does? Yeah, I think he was trying to separate her from... He might have just been trying to distract her so they could have taken the rest of her crew. Why didn't he just walk up to her then? Rest of the boys. Yeah, that would have been a better strategy, Ross. You're right. If he walks up to him, they just <laughs> could just shoot at him the whole time. Unload on him. Deflecto style, yeah, baby. That's, that's some like force shit that you can do, though. Yeah. Or you could f- freeze the bolts. <laughs> he does oh that... God. Dude, he did that in the first one. Yeah, he no, did you, guys, you guys are totally right, man. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck, boys. It looked cool, though. It looked sick. Yeah, that's that's true. It did look sick. It did look pretty cool. What did you guys think of the four seal when she was four sealing that lizard? I liked it. Shit? Just because we had already seen that in Star Wars. We already seen Baby Yoda do that. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was kind of advanced for her. Yeah. She hadn't been through, I guess she'd been through Leia's training and Luke's training, but it just seemed kind of, it's a pretty advanced thing to do. We only seen Yoda species do it. Who else has done a, a force seal besides, I, I don't, I can't even remember. No one. Yeah. I was okay with baby Yoda doing it just because I thought maybe it was something exclusive to baby Yoda species. But when Ray started doing it and shit, it kind of made me feel like that was a, I don't know. It kind of ruined a lot of things it in like the prequels yeah. and everything. Because how come Luke didn't force heal Vader in episode six? How come Anakin didn't think about force healing Padme? Obi Wan force healed Luke. Oh, in episode four he did. Yeah, when he's knocked out by the Tuscan Raider. Oh yeah. That's so true. It's, there was some force healing. This seemed a little more advanced. That wasn't like did he force heal him or did he nurse him back to health? He was unconscious and he just waved his hand over his head and good to yeah. go. He put like his like fingers to his forehead. But dude, that's Obi-Wan after years and years and years of fucking. I feel like they that. might be able to explain this one because this could be like she had all of Luke's. She had all the sacred Jedi texts and stuff, too. She had all the books. So that could be maybe something she picked up. But what I remember from like that's the true. EU canon, did, when it used to be the EU and like the video games, they never made it seem like it was that crazy but advanced skill in the video games and yeah. all, like, all the old books but they also made it seem like it was something that certain jedi can do it it wasn't like something that everyone can learn it was kind of like a unique ability you have to have an affinity for it yeah and i just yeah. took it because she's in an extremely powerful family that that's something that she could learn but usually me. a force heal is an extreme light side ability but she is extreme dark, dark side powers it seems like Ooh, good point I guess that might be a little nitpicky. When has it ever been said that it was like an extreme light side ability? But I mean, in the games, who was the person who was able to force heal? Light yeah, side. Anyone could, I thought. No, that's a light side. Really? I remember, I remember just being like Knights Old Republic and just 
doing the route where you could just kill anyone and i thought i could still force heal people no you use for you can use force drain that's the dark side equivalent of it oh nice yeah fuck man i can't remember i don't know dude i didn't have i just yeah, didn't you know what you're talking it. about zach <laughs> yeah, maybe, Zachary. maybe that's why they coordinated <laughs> baby yoda doing it so people wouldn't get pissed oh no i've already yeah. seen it i will i will talk before ceiling more about that later when we get to <laughs> when we get to the end <laughs> the other thing i forgot about this scene too i think the one that i the thing that like really kind of bothered me was the the fake outs was chewy i honestly thought if they killed chewy that would have been a crazy risk that jj would have taken and i was I was like, okay, fuck, dude. They just killed Chewie. I didn't expect that. But then he was alive two seconds later. It just felt just like the, se- the second time watching it, it just annoyed me because it's just it's just a fake out, dude. And they did it with C-3PO later. They oh, had a yeah. the big emotional scene with C-3PO telling everyone that he's going to miss them all. And they just kind of bring back his memories a couple scenes later. And the first yeah. time watching that, that was a huge moment that got me reinvested in the movie. Yeah, when she, when she, you think that, dude, because if she kills Chewie, that's a point that I could see, oh, fuck, dude, she might really go to the dark side. She just killed Chewie. She's kind of been involved with a lot of these people who have died indirectly. But that was like a direct one. That would have been her killing Chewie, but they didn't do it. I know, man. Kind of disappointed. Okay, is that it on that scene? I think we got Pasana <laughs> ripped yeah. it. We didn't even talk about Okay, next, <laughs> let's run through this planet. Kajimi. I liked, I liked all the scenes. The planet looked sick. That ice stuff when they rolled in, that shot was tight. I liked Babu Frick. That was a good character. Yeah, Bubba Frick was dope. Same girl who played Moaning Myrtle, Myrtle did that voice. Honestly, C-3PO was pretty funny in this movie, too. He had a lot of great scenes. Yeah, on the to last planet, too. And he actually had an arc, which is way more than he normally has. Yeah, usually I hate C-3PO, but he was solid. He was enjoyable. I like, too, that they built on with Last Jedi, just their Force connection, and that they could, like, remember in Last Jedi, they could literally touch because they showed the water. This one, they're literally yeah. they're fighting each other through the fucking diad or whatever. So that was cool. I like oh, yeah. that scene where they're trying to they're trying to f- figure out where each other was at, or Kylo's trying to figure out where she's at. I that was one thing I really enjoyed about this movie too, and that I've joined enjoyed about this series, just or this trilogy as a whole. Yeah, the whole job with the Kylo Ray connection, especially Kylo's character. I mostly enjoyed him. Yeah, I really liked Kylo's arc in this movie and how. His character ended up and finished. I enjoyed it. What did you guys think about General Hux's arc? Dude, he was so stupid for fucking two and a half movies. How do you go from a, a being a literal space Nazi to being the traitor? Because he hates Kylo, I guess. Yeah. yeah just, he just, he just hates that man. fool that much. Uh, well, Kylo stole his position, though. I can understand it. Just because Kylo stole like his spot that he was supposed to have so yeah but that trio blew up his base he'd have to have some resentment true <laughs> yeah he, they blew up maybe he's just a sociopath i was into his death though did that other guy that was the only cool thing that guy did in the whole movie the other general admiral whatever the fuck he was besides when he got blown out the window just turn around pieced him tarkin 2.0 <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like that scene i don't know anything <laughs> else on this on the Kijimi? Mm-mm. No. What do you think of... Oh, what's her name? Carrie Russell. Zori Bliss. Yeah, I liked her. I thought she had... Like, she had a pretty good line, and she was pretty reassuring for Poe, because Poe was definitely feeling doubtful at that point. And I liked her. I liked her character inclusion. 
I didn't have any problems with her character either. Yeah, there wasn't like she didn't have many lines, but she was one of the supporting characters I enjoyed. Her and yeah. Babu, Babu, the John, the Jana girl. I didn't care. She felt like a straight replacement for Rose. What Jana girl? Jana on the next planet, that the Death oh, Star yeah. planet. Yeah. Oh, for real. As a total Rose replacement, and she's just another stormtrooper. I honestly feel like they didn't. Poe, or sorry, not Poe. They didn't do Finn enough justice in this trilogy. Think about his character. He is a stormtrooper who realizes that he's being basically brainwashed and he has to go and kill all these people that he knows went through the same position as him. Like they could have dug into that. He would definitely have conflict killing these people. Yeah. I really wanted them to, at one point he's just mowing down stormtroopers too. He's going through a hallway with him and Poe and he just is fucking mowing down legions of stormtroopers. Yeah. I like that scene. Dude, he should have fucking died in episode two. <laughs> or in uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. Last Jedi. Rose Tico with the swoop. God. He would have gone out as a hero. Yeah, I remember thinking that too. Right when he was about to die, I was like, damn, this is going to be a sick arc for him. He just goes out, takes out the enemy all on his own. No, nope. so fucking dumb. No one of importance died this entire trilogy. What? Luke Skywalker. Dude, come Han, on, guys. That's bullshit. Leia. What are you talking no, about? None of like the main characters. They weren't even like main characters. They were just like people they brought back for nostalgic purposes. I could yeah. I can see that point of view. You still kill them though. It's none scary. of the main fucking none of the new characters. Finn, Ray, fucking they all are alive. Well, yeah, it's just that's what I mean. Like, that's one of the problems of this trilogy. It's just a carbon copy of the original. They even they even retcon Poe into being a smuggler now. He's the Han Solo of this group. <laughs> what do you mean into being a smuggler? His whole with Zori. Oh yeah, because she's oh my god, I forgot about that. He never was a. There never was a time mentioned ever that he was a smuggler. He grew up on Yavin Four, so he went straight into the. He learned to fly when he was like six from his parents, who were both rebellion pilots. And went straight into the rebellion's army, left them because they were being pussies and didn't want to fight the first order. So he joined the resistance with Leia. He's there was never really a time when he <laughs> was ever a smuggler. That's something that they added in just to kind of like give him this love story. And that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, Oscar, yeah that's one reason why Oscar Isaac already says he's he's like I'm not going to come back and play this role again. He straight up said nope. If they offered me a Disney series, anything, no, no way. Fuck yeah! They literally retconned his entire backstory. Dude, I didn't even think what? of that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and his he was the one who was really actually pushing that whole Finpo thing I was talking about. I didn't really think it was a thing either until he started talking about it like a year ago. And another day after the movie came out, he said, Disney overlords weren't ready. That was his quote. Overlords? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Huh. Damn. I thought it would have fit their characters. But they would have just had to develop it more in this movie. It made total more sense that Finn was in love with Rey. And Finn and Poe. Yeah, no, I agree. It made more sense for Ray, but I think I could have seen it going either way because he had a very strong relationship with both of them. Damn, Finn had five love interests potentially in this series. Yeah, dude, he's a player. <laughs> Man was everywhere. Maybe yeah. he just swung both ways. Ray, Donna, Ray, Poe, Poe. Goddamn. Yeah, Finn, calm the fuck down and die already. Jesus. Chewbacca. What? Chewbacca? <laughs> Damn, I was trying to. Yeah. No, 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 no signs of that. No, he on that no. Harry gang. <laughs> he just into beast. Fur boy. 
that's the real dude that puts the beast in bestiality i'll tell you that right some now. creatures <laughs> bro you know that's another thing too in star wars people will be banging aliens and shit like crazy oh 100 or could they though with the gene like with genes I mean, they couldn't reproduce, but they could probably smash. Didn't, yeah. didn't Lando marry a Twi'lek? Lando was trying to bang a robot at one point. There's, they have to be able to bang aliens. No, they can bang aliens. They just can't reproduce. So, I mean, I'm, I bet some can. Kind of like how donkeys and horses can reproduce. So similar humanoids. Yeah, but then those their children might be infertile. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Did I tell you guys too that Jana, that girl, was supposed to be <laughs> Lando's daughter? No, yeah, I saw that. Jeez, that's too much. They're trying to fucking make all this bullshit fucking. I know. They always just make up all this shit on the side. Yeah, like, not, oh. not everyone needs to be connected. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It makes it makes your universe, it makes the universe feel super small. Small. Yeah. This is a massive galaxy and everyone's connected. Just don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, galaxy is ma- is huge. There's 330 billion stars in our galaxy. Yeah. Okay. So what? Next. What's seen? So next. Oh, we we kind of talked about this a little bit. Was just the whole Death Star battle between Kylo and Rey. I guess we didn't talk about before though. You know what? Ah, oh, man. I here I go again. But just this plot literally is like you're finding a device to figure out another device to get to a, a place. It's just kind of a basic kind of treasure hunt story. Like Indiana Jones or Tomb Raider or some shit. Mm-hmm. Even though Indiana Jones felt way more natural than I shouldn't even compare it to that. I mean, some of them did. Yeah. It's almost like the previous movie because they had to travel to that planet to find the... The hacker. The hacker to get back to the Death Star or to the Star Destroyer to kill (laughs) their shields. Yeah, that plot was so stupid in that movie. You know? It was so unnecessary in The Last Jedi, yeah. Uh, Just a pointless B-plot. Fuck, man. And... What else? the other thing Yo, too? It's like there's no way the Death Star would have big ass chunks like that's that. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> there's no way that shit survived, dude. I'm for real, dude. After the, t- we literally saw it just get blown up to ten billion teeny fucking. Pieces. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that, dude. Fuck, <laughs> that shit Ev- got blown the fuck up, evaporated into a fine mist out into space, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole. <laughs> The whole fucking throne room is just chilling on the moon, right? Yeah, fuck. Somehow an entire huge chunk of it just, no, no. The main chunk of it just chilling. Yeah. And Palpatine's just going to make a little map. Hey, you know, here, here's my path back to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here, Billy. <laughs> he don't make, make an extra and just, just make a little dagger that points right. Because he would have had to made that dagger after he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Did we already talk about the part two where they revealed that she was a Palpatine? Dude, that dagger was definitely some national treasure shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage just pops out. <laughs> For real. She's like, hold up. She like pops the little dagger out. Oh, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> The Freemasons put it here. <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, Ben Franklin probably made that fucking dagger, dude. <laughs> dude, oh, and how the fucking edge just perfectly aligns up with the rebel. <laughs> dude, that was the dumbest fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Hey, dude. Oh, my God. It was the forest, man. That's the answer. Shut up, dude. Jesus. That's not how the forest works. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was some straight Goonie shit, man. A hundred percent, yeah. Remember the Goonies? He, like, holds the fucking thing up. Yeah. They biting on the Goonies now, too. JJ, man. This guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Man. Oh, you know, okay. In that scene, though, what'd you guys think about the Han Solo scene? I actually liked it. I liked it. 
I thought it tied well back to the beginning. It had the same exact quote. Yeah. Except for the I know part. Yeah. It, that was the only thing that was added, I think, was just him saying I know. Well, that technically ties back to Empire Strikes Back when he says that to Leia. Yeah, some legendary. That's like the best comeback ever. Someone yeah. girl confessing they're into you. I love yeah, you. I was like some curve. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That scene was good, though. I liked it. I saw a bunch of complaints on that saying, why is he a force ghost? He's not a force ghost. That's just a vision. Like, that's right. Leia projecting like the last of her life to try to because she always said that oh. Luke, Luke would never be able to get to him, but you can because you're his father. That's what she said to him in The Force Awakens. So I like that tie back. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed that part. Kylo was arc was definitely my favorite part about this movie. And Kylo was smoking Ray. Yeah, he oh, was. He fucked her up. Okay, that's, he was playing with her. That's one he part came back. I didn't like was how quickly she ran out of stamina. What? I didn't even think about that. I liked when he walked through the water, though, dude. That was badass. Yeah, that part was sick. Just he was visually. Just pissed off walking through that shit. Oh man, she was she was gassed. Dude, that would make sense because she had she like stopped his lightsaber blade with, with the force. Oh like, yeah, that's true. That takes that probably took a shit ton of force power. She was just moving so slow. She was trudging through that water. She healed his stab through the heart pretty quickly though. Oh yeah, after she was already stamina depleted. Yeah. Yeah, true. God, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I was just starting to come around on that part. It's just too. a lot of fuck, dude. It's kind of inconsistent with the force abilities here. I feel like that should drain you at least. Do especially doing that. You just healed someone who almost died. Or he was supposed to be dead. Fuck. Yes, he was definitely dead. Could have Darth mauled it. Dude, I for sure thought he was <laughs> dead right there. I was like, damn, all right. He's... Just sheer anger keeping him going. Put the lightsaber on over it to cauterize it yeah just car <laughs> hold on bitch just cauterize the heart the whole, <laughs> the whole wound fuck that would hurt oh my god with this little fucking crystal like cross dumb dude his lightsaber is fucking stupid really <laughs> i thought it's cool i feel like you'd cut your own arm off at some point that's what i was expecting too i was expecting someone's arm to get cut off too one of them yeah i think he only used that tactically one time all the real Skywalkers lose their arm. True. I can only remember him using his cross guards tactically one time in the entire trilogy. He did it to Finn yeah, in to Finn. Force Awakens, and he did it to, he like body slammed that Darth Vader cultist at the beginning oh, of this movie. I mean, yeah, dude, dude, I'm pretty sure he caught fucking Ray's sword like multiple times during their sword fight with the cross guard. Oh, really? I think he, he might have too. Sure. He I, might have, yeah. I, I have to re rewatch it, but I'm. Pretty sure. Maybe a Praetorian guard, too. He was fighting in the throne room. Oh, so, dude, no, you're right. Purposes. Fuck you, Zach. Yeah. I <laughs> just, dude, you might like accidentally fuck up one time and cut your own wrist off. Yeah, it does seem kind of dangerous, but it seems it unconventional. Has, it I has mean, pieces. a lightsaber in itself is unconventional, too. So, imagine swinging around a blade that is completely weightless. True. That is a good point. They are, well, except they're weightless. The, the well, the besides handle. the heel, the besides the handle, right? Yeah, the hilt. The hilt is not. I didn't that's, know that. But the entirety true. of the blade is completely weightless. It'd be so easy to just like swing it and accidentally nick yourself, or just go pat, chop right through your arm. That's a crazy concept. Like, imagine just stopping another lightsaber with it too. Like, what the Dude, fuck? No that wonder feels so weird. I wonder they can flip their lightsabers around like fucking easy. Like they're all we spinning and twirling that shit. Yeah, like fucking samurai. Whoop whoop. What next happened, man? Oh, the uh, now she just dips out to what's that plant called? Octo. Octo. Or Octo or Acto. 
Yeah, so Ray dip to Octo. I think it's Octo. I thought that was a decent scene too. I liked Luke appearing. He has, you can see that he's grown as a character too. He's saying a lightsaber is, I can't remember what his exact quote was, but it was just kind of saying like he's grown since the last one where he tossed away his lightsaber. Now he's basically telling her not to do the same thing as me. He was saying it's like a sacred weapon. So I liked it. It showed his growth. That was the force ghost I was expecting in this movie. Yeah. I, okay. So I did like his growth, but at the same time, the way he delivered the line and the way the line is written as well just really seemed like a dig at episode eight, dude. It just, it was, it wasn't though. It wasn't. They, They asked the writer about that too. He said, no, it's just, it's just like what we were saying. It's just him realizing that he was his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the feeling behind it and like knowing Mark Hamill's stance on how his character was portrayed in episode eight just made me feel like it was kind of a dig. I think, well, he he liked how his character ended. He ended up being the one who saved the rebellion. And so that's what they were building off of the Luke at the end of the movie. So I was, I had no problem. I thought it was good. I liked it. She's wearing the, she's wearing the Alderaan hood, same style as Leia. The white hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much else in that scene. Then she just steals his ship. The weird part was like how she needed Luke to tell her that the Sith finder, Wayfinder was in there. Like, wouldn't she already know that? I like that line. You have everything you need. Wasn't that a callback to Yoda? To one episode ago. Yeah, he said that. That's right. Where did where did that TIE fighter come from? What TIE fighter? She stole Kylo's, right? Kylo must have those on deck, man, because we just saw it get fucked up. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know yeah. where that TIE fighter... No, that TIE fighter is different from his normal one. His normal uh, spacecraft is a TIE silencer. The one she had wasn't a TIE silencer because it had the little... It's the same thing, yeah. Had the crystal in the back of it. No, the TIE silencer is more streamlined to the front. And then a TIE fighter is like has those big square panels on the side. She wasn't in it. Okay, she I'm talking about when she goes silencer. to Oct- Octu... When she destroys yeah, she that was, ship? No, yeah, she's in the TIE silencer. That's Kylo's TIE Okay, silencer, so he yeah. has at least he had multiple ships then, is what I'm saying. Because the first one got blown up on Pisana. She sliced that thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true. I didn't think about that part. Yeah, okay. But where, so, does, where does he get the TIE fighter after she steals his second TIE silencer to go to Exegol? Who? Oh, you're talking about... Kylo. Kylo. I think he must have just got it in the in the Death Star, right? Also, what? How, how does he find his way to Exegol without a Sith Wayfinder? Because he He'd crushed it already. But you need it to lead you through the nebula. That's the whole point. No way. He was force. He had to be like force guiding his way through that nebula. What? I don't know. He's, about a, that. he's a badass pilot. That is true. He is a badass pilot. But and he's hella force sensitive. It made it seem like it was impossible to get through unless. Well, it wasn't that. clearly like the whole fatty army just rolled through. For real? Shit, no yeah. problem. It couldn't have been that hard. Dude, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. All they needed was a fucking to follow Ray's little. Signal yeah, they just through. needed the coordinates. I thought. So did they even need that wayfinder that bad, anyways? She needed it. She didn't know how to get there, and then she sent the location. She sent it back. Send location. Yeah, but it, it makes it seem so easy. It makes it seem like you could just find your way through without. Oh, I know. It. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. <laughs> now we're talking made. about yeah. it. That's a good point, dude. It, yeah. it was it was way too easy after, but. I think that maybe he just already knew how to get there. If all those motherfuckers can make it through, Kylo can definitely make it through. That's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the question, the real question is, okay, so that's the Death Star, and he gets a TIE fighter off that Death Star from the second Death Star that blew up 30 years prior. Do those ones have hyperspeed? No. 
Those ones do not have hyperspeed. Fuck, bro. That might be a legit plot hole. That <laughs> is, dude, for real. Oh, my God. I need to stop talking to y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you find shit wrong. Just keep digging up shit, man. JJ, come on the pod. Please explain your movie, man. Yeah, please, JJ. <laughs> I honestly just want to talk to him, see what's going through his head. Like, I want to see what the process was to make these movies. Well, you know, the other problem is, too, is these movies were all on a deadline. They were like, we yeah. have to put these out every two years, which I don't under- I never understood from the beginning because George Lucas's movies always had three years in between. And yeah. they always had fatty gaps between each movie. Like, whereas, you know, JJ left it on a cliffhanger for Ryan Johnson that you had to continue the story right from there. She just met Luke. You have to start it from what? Why has he been gone this whole time? So JJ is the one who established the whole Luke's a hermit kind of story that was built off. And you have to do it in two years. It's just like they there was no way they were going to change this release date. It was set. That was another thing Chris Torreo said. So they, they had a year and a half or whatever to get this movie. Like this movie didn't get finished completion until December with special effects, everything. Fuck. That's fucking cutting it down to the wire. wild. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, it would be, I'm sure <laughs> he'd say something simpler, like, yeah, dude, I was kind of on a fucking tight wire right here. I bet he was able to overpass the Lucasfilm story group. They've been super quiet on Twitter. I've been trying to see if they've been responding about all these movies, but nothing yet. Lucasfilm story group, you said? Yeah, so George Lucas hired, he made a story group to make sure that there's consistencies with the books, comics, all that stuff going forward, or that was made right before he sold it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like all these movies and books and all these tie-ins, they're all supposed to be connected. That was the whole point of all this shit. But clearly, you know, it's not doing happening. Yeah, they just said, fuck that, I guess. So, okay, whatever. Now we at the end, finally, showdown at Exegol. Oh my God, finally, boys. (laughs) Jesus. I'm going to say I'm extremely glad they didn't do the Force Ghost bullshit that we talked about six months ago. All the Force Ghosts coming and helping her fighter. Endgame style. Would have hated that. Glad they didn't do it. I was okay with the whatever she said. <laughs> I am all the Jedi. No, 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 no. That was horrible. I was saying I the, hated that line. <laughs> that was that was that was not good. The part where she says, talk to me, or what the fuck is she saying? Be with Be me. Be with me. Yeah, yeah I liked yeah. it. If I don't think about it in the context of everything of it being a saga, I was like, okay, that was a cool moment having all the Jedi talk. It was better than what I was thinking they were gonna do. And they were they had a ton of Jedi, dude. It was like Luke, Anakin. Ahsoka Tano for some reason. I guess she's dead. Rip. Big Rip. Ayla Sakura. Mace Windu. Obi-Wan. Alec and Ewan were both there. Yoda. Qui-Gon Jinn. A couple other dudes from Rebels and the Clone Wars TV shows. Kanan Jarrus. Yeah, he was there too. Adi Galea. Dude, who were all those motherfuckers in the audience? Oh yeah, I had the same question. Those were those Sith cultists. Apparently all the Sith troopers too were like kids of them that they just handed over to Palp big palp <laughs> so they were just chilling out on exegol loyal I, that was a cool th- i wish that they had dug more into the whole cult aspect either with darth vader cultist or them yeah like they, i got brushed over yeah like that's a part of the lore i'm interested to see how they flesh out in future stories or in the comics or whatever and just the the fucking knights of ren dude fucking scrubs literally toys <laughs> they're just toys they didn't get their fucking full story arc because of they weren't in episode eight at all. Dude, whatever. You could have had them do badass stuff in this movie. They didn't do it. They just tracked everyone and then they just turned on their master. They've been falling around forever. Yeah. And get smoked, <laughs> which was a badass scene. Like Ben was smoking them. But dude, they didn't do anything. They were hyping them up like they were going to be something. They're supposed to be like force sensitive 
dark side users. Just carrying medieval axes around and shit. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Why? Were the Knights of Ren not supposed to be like the people that Ben fled? Remember? Because he left Luke's temple with a bunch of other Jedi. Yeah, I think that- some of them, but they were already established. Like they have a Knights of Ren comic and I was checking that out the other day. They were already a group called Ren and their leader was called Ren. And they would just travel around the galaxy and try to like convert people to dark side using abilities and they had light they had lightsabers so i just i don't know what happened they don't have them now or at least the the leader had her lightsaber who kylo then eventually takes the you know the top dog spot from yeah yeah i don't know man they just they felt like a captain phasma they feel like a boba fett they just didn't do a ton Mm -hmm. holdo or husk general husk oh dude he's just like another moron he's a he's a i mean like because captain phasma and boba fett had potential they had potential. They looked cool. They had no real lines. They just kind of looked badass and were supposed to be these badass characters and just kind of died weak. Didn't mm-hmm. do much. Just another story that another, I get like there's so many arcs you have to flesh out, but they just didn't have anything. They just didn't do enough with them. Where did they get all the kyber crystals for the planet killing weapons? Because then they use almost all the kyber crystals for the de- first two Death Stars and Starkiller base. Bro, fucking who knows, man. Palp, Palp got that contingency plan. Maybe Where there's the a fuck, though. We don't even know really much about the outer rims so, or the unknown regions. So maybe there's another planet out there. Where did they get the rest of the resources too, though? What there's like ten thousand of those ships. Dog, maybe. I don't know, man. He what built. The they built them out there somehow because he's been. He had the contig- contingency plan where they were going to flee to unknown regions. So he's probably been building that stuff up. He had like a thousand Death Stars essentially. Yeah. They just keep going back to Death Stars, bro. Fuck. That's their plan, man. <laughs> oh for four it was sh- yeah shit no and now it's like oh for ten thousand and three <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst all right what else what else did you guys think about that ending you guys go i'll go in after luke what'd you think about the ending everything exit on i think they had created such an immeasurable force in all those star destroyers that they just had to bring the most ridiculous fleet the galaxy's ever seen and all these people who would never actually help the resistance just out of nowhere it just seemed so random yeah they didn't come for Ray or leia in the last movie like that was so fucking random like oh like lando was the dude to be able to rally <laughs> the most fucking insane fleet the galaxy has ever known to defeat an enemy that is the most insane enemy ever. I think maybe maybe it's just that this time they were... So they didn't come for Leia, but maybe Luke... This could be the how you tie it in. Luke really did inspire everyone, did inspire the galaxy. And they realized, dude, this guy's the real deal. How the fuck this guy come back to life 30 years later? Even <laughs> that line by Oscar Isaac was hilarious too. Palpatine's back. I don't know how. <laughs> like, just no explanation. <laughs> Dark side <laughs> You could just see like the pain in his face as he was saying that line because he just had no explanation for how. Where were those people for the either of the Death Stars or when a fucking Star Killer base destroys five planets at once? Where were they for that? They were scared. So they're not scared of ten thousand Death Stars? Maybe they just figured, fuck it, man. Didn't they blow up a planet in this movie too? Kajimi? Yeah. They did. Lando's a very convincing guy. I don't know if it was Kajimi, but they I know they blew up a planet. I think it was Kajimi because I thought they killed Babu Frick for a second. I was pissed. <laughs> Lando's a very convincing guy. All right, that's <laughs> how we'll explain it. Yeah, that's the reason, man. There Charisma. 
fucking. Oh my god, what else, Luke? What else did you think? Like, what do you think about fucking the battle between Palpatine and Ray? Yeah, just that whole bit, dark fucking Ben, all that shit. Fuck, I wish they weren't just like force pushing each other the whole time. Palpatine like whips out a lightsaber, like just force sucking each other. Palpatine's plan was so random. This movie, he's just killed a girl. Now kill me, kill Ben, kill. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh wait, no. thinking the whole time. <laughs> what? He even called up on his force phone to to Kylo when he was on his ship and said, "Make sure to kill her twice." <laughs> I don't know, man. He just bounced his plant, dude. It just feels like Palpatine is way too smart for that. We've seen this guy map out Order 66 over years. He was always playing 4D chess with everyone, always ahead of everyone, leading up to when he eventually died. And this that ending, it's like, what the fuck is your plan, dude? Yeah, man. You're going you're gonna to tell Ray your entire plan? What if she just strikes you down with anger? Then you would have solved it. That would have been your plan. <laughs> you don't even got to tell her, and she would have done it. His character was pretty bad in this. He was one of the best villains ever, and they kind of just fucked him up. We can talk about what you wanted to talk about, Ross. Oh, Anakin's prophecy. Undermining. Because I agree. I think there was even one line, too, where that, okay, the one thing in the Force Ghost shit that I didn't like was when he said, bring balance to the Force as I did. But that was the whole point, dude. You, you already did it. It already happened. Didn't need to happen sure. again. Now you could just bring Palpatine back for episode 10, 10 years yeah. from now. What says, who says he's dead right now? Yeah, a clone of him could still be alive somewhere. At least if they had <laughs> done, if, at least if they had done a clone, you would know it's not. Well, there was a clone. It was fucking Snoke or whatever. It's fucking stupid. But he's not going to have as much powers as Palp, at least. I feel like he wouldn't be as powerful as Palpatine in his normal form. Some or just more. anything. Like when they were even teasing Palpatine, you know, a couple months ago, I didn't think he was actually going to be back. I was thinking he was going to be like a sith holocron or some sort of entity i don't know dude just something different not physically body because we've seen that dude get thrown into a reactor explode and then the fucking (laughs) whole death star exploded he exploded twice maybe he's just mary poppin his ass to fucking exegol mary poppin (laughs) he just blew up survived the explosion then just flew there mary poppins to a little tie fighter floating by Exegol. Dude, it was his life or death reaction, you know? Do Take it. me there. <laughs> Destroy the Jedi. <laughs> Destroy the Jedi. <laughs> oh, Kill. my God. Kill him. I don't even... We didn't even get, like, an iconic palp line in this movie, either. Yeah, we did. Like, a new one. Oh, okay, yeah. No, agreed. They just used the old ones. Do it. That was the best, though. I cracked yeah. up when he said that <laughs> shit. Do it. That's what I'll say, though, is at least Ian McDiarmid was, he felt like he just, it hadn't even been 20 years since he played this role. He hopped right back into it, no problem. Yeah, he was good at it, for sure. Yeah. Fucking. So it's treason, then. Fuck. What else, boys? So many good prequel lines. Okay, this is what I was going to say about Anakin's prophecy, though. So, think about it. Now Now that the series is complete, you can see the full scope of the prophecy. So, this prophecy is a thousand-year-old prophecy that the Jedi Order has been keeping. And throughout that thousand years... Both sides. They were in... Yeah, both sides. But the Jedi Order was... I mean, it, yeah. Still was, it still was correct. So that throughout this thousand years, it's basically all peace for this whole thousand years of this prophecy being around. Well, we don't know. We don't know about most of the... I mean, we don't know. We don't know about anything before, like, 
hundred years before all this shit, right? Like realistically, we don't know. Yeah, it was just the Jedi Order was ruling for like the past thousand years before this, basically. While the whole time Yoda was alive, basically, was an era of peace besides the Clone Wars. Well, there could have been other wars as well. I think there could have been because if they're trying to do supposedly they're trying to do another. This is something we'll talk about eventually. But if they try to launch a series in within the past a thousand years, there has to be some other sort of conflict. Okay, okay, but despite that, I think my point still stands. Now that when Anakin fulfills his prophecy, it brings about twenty years of peace, and that's it. A thousand year prophecy about somebody who's going to bring balance to the force and only last for like 20 years about. Yeah, yeah like 25. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? That just makes a prophecy so dumb. Makes it pointless. Well, it just makes it, it just undermines, it really honestly undermines his entire, yeah, like you're saying, like his entire arc. Because for one, George Lucas said he is the chosen one and Palpatine's not coming back. He had no, the, as far as I can tell, with what he was writing with his outlines, there was no plan for Palpatine to come back. None. That is, totally came from, supposedly Chris Torreo says that that was already there when he got brought in. So that's a Kathleen Kennedy thing. Apparently, she always wanted to bring it back, which is which is stupid. Or it's a <laughs> JJ thing. And it's probably also, I, I don't know, dude. That's fucking, that has to be, that's on Kathleen. <laughs> Sorry. Is. Sorry, Kathleen. Fuck. Yeah, it just ah. undermines everything. And Ian McDermott said too that Palpatine or that George Lucas straight up told him Palpatine's dead, dude. He's not coming back. Not <laughs> I fair. agree. It just that was pretty. It felt like we'll raise the chosen one now. She defeated. She defeated the Sith. Yeah, not a fan. And the Skywalkers are wiped out. They're gone. Palpatine bloodline lives on, dude. It was totally like Endgame though. Like you were saying, I'm all the Jedi. Oh yeah, yeah. I am. I am Iron Man. Oh, that was another thing. Thank you for bringing that up. This this game did rip <laughs> off Endgame pretty fucking hard, dude. When when Lando came in, it was he should have just said on your left. So <laughs> what and did he say? You're not alone or some shit. It's the same thing, essentially. The yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Thanos snapping and Iron Man saying I am Iron Man was the same shit as Ray and Palpatine saying, I'm all the Sith. And then she's like, No, I'm all the Jedi. <laughs> dude, <Whoa. so. laughs> <laughs> fucking B for B the f- conclusions and the problem is is that this like Endgame that's over 22 movies it feels way more earned than this that fan service whereas this is just one movie yeah it doesn't doesn't have that hit well I mean technically it's yeah over nine movies but yeah but you know what I mean like <laughs> Palpatine was nowhere in this trilogy until the end no no no, no. I agree yeah 42 years of storytelling and you kind of just threw out Anakin's yeah so the six the first six are kind of just irrelevant except for some of the characters are in this one and that's kind of it the perfect ending was Anakin tossing that fool down the reactor mm-hmm. for Agreed. this story for the Skywalker saga they should have just yeah man they should just launch a different trilogy <laughs> just don't call it this call it something else they could have used the same characters too even just made a different story for them yeah, and I remember George Lucas saying that too, is that he wanted, he was always saying that if he did his episode seven, eight, nine, it wanted, he wanted to do, to do it around the year 2012, because that's when he thought Luke, or sorry, Mark Hamill would be of age for to sell, to tell his next trilogy. Yeah. And Luke was always supposed to die in that too, but I think it was originally planned to be more at the end. Like that's what happened with, supposedly what happened with the original writer of episode nine. What's his name? Forgetting it. Of his episode nine? 
Chris Colin, Terrio? Colin Trevorrow. Oh, Colin Trevorrow, yeah. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow, he was beefing with Ryan Johnson because he wanted Luke to still be alive for his his movie. Yeah. And Colin really? Trevorrow also said there was no plans for Palpatine in his movie. Said that was a JJ thing. <laughs> mm, Chris Terrio might be lying then. I feel like he was brought in after though, because he was brought in after JJ was already announced as the director. Oh, he was? Yeah. How much do you remember like the time scale? He was saying that he got brought in and he took about two or three months to do research because he said he knew the original trilogy really well. Didn't know much about the prequels as much, like lore wise. And mm-hmm. then they started writing. And he said that pre, pre-notion, they knew this trilogy had to be about Kylo and Rey and the, how Rey, like Kylo was always supposed to end in a redemption arc. He was always going to get the Anakin arc, which I honestly think that they, that would have been really cool if they had just made him the villain. That's what you set up in The Last Jedi. I felt like that's the direction. Okay, how do you turn that? I don't know. Like that would have been something cool, like something different because we've already seen Anakin's arc. Wait, so are you saying you didn't like Kylo's arc for this movie? No, I think I'm fine with it. I just, I don't like it because it tied into Palpatine. I don't like what they did around it. Yeah, I could agree with that. No, I don't think he should have lived. I've seen like, there's a lot of backlash saying that he should have lived. I, How do you let that guy live? No, he I killed, don't think killed he... so many people. Yeah. <laughs> be like, why, why would you let Darth Vader live? That's the same argument. Do you guys like the kiss? I was going to bring that up too. Um, Go for it. I think it was fine. And they had a strong enough connection. It wasn't like it didn't feel unearned to me. Maybe it felt a little weird in the moment, but I, yeah, I didn't think I he's he's clearly in love with her. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it was like I didn't gasp at it or anything or go like, Ugh, you know, like a ton of people in my movie theater did, did that. Yeah, I was just really? Like, uh. Really? Huh? I, I saw yeah. like people angry about that. I didn't get that was his first kiss too. poor guy. Damn, Maybe that's dude. why he was so angry, man. He's 32 year old. <laughs> Dude, virgin he deserved it then <laughs> just yeah. get, he needed that just kiss her and then just ghost her damn what a way to go this dude like i can't palpatine was laying pipe and this guy wasn't not him <laughs> poor guy man ball, ball sack face oh damn. my god we should we should all should have saved our last kisses for the moment before we died what the fuck guys you mean first kisses Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Our first kisses. What about the last scene? Ray Skywalker. I kind of wish you would have said Ray Palpatine. Pal? Yeah. Or just Ray. Dude, Ross, I was on the same boat as you. Thought it was about like accepting who you are and then overcoming that. Yeah, not everyone needs to be tied back to the Skywalkers. Dude, yeah, it would have been. People would have been pissed if fucking Palpatine was like the last fucking you know oh, scene. Pal- you know, like to end the Skywalker saga. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's what happened. It's, she's still Ray Palpatine. His bloodline lives on. The Skywalkers are gone. I know, but people would have been pissed. She should just said, "I'm Ray, no one." Or something. Or yeah, she just, just said, "I'm Ray." I'm yeah. Ray. What's the wrong with having one name? So many people in Star Wars have one name. It's not that uncommon. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Ooh. Yoda. <laughs> Greedo. Greedo. There's so many. Do you guys want more Force Ghosts at the end? Did I want more? Yeah. Do you think Anakin should have been there? I don't know. She didn't know Anakin. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She wouldn't have known. If all those people would have been there, she wouldn't have known them. Luke and Leia was perfect. That didn't, yeah, that was fine. Plus, it was her, their lightsaber she was burying, too. It made sense. The reason why he said that they buried them, he said, because Chris Trejo said, because Tatooine is a beautiful and peaceful place. That was the reasoning. What? That is not true. At all. <laughs> Tatooine yeah. is one of the least appealing planets to look at in it has fucking god damn it dude this garbage sand planet moss espa is literally described as a wretched 
hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> Maybe it's just because that's where the fucking trilogy started or saga started, so that's where it ends. Ha- yeah. But it just yeah. makes no, it doesn't make any sense for her character. She never been there. But maybe she knew. But yeah, but she know. might have known Luke grew up there though. But the last time Luke was there, his grandparent, his uncle and aunt were burned alive. Yeah, roasted <laughs> by stormtroopers. <laughs> the last time Leia was there, she was enslaved by a giant slug. <laughs> Fuck. The last time Anakin was there, did he go in? No, he didn't go in a New Hope. The last time he oh. was there. His mother died. Was killed by Tusken Raider. Is there anything good that we didn't talk about? Shit, we should talk about some good stuff first. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. I really, I was a little confused at it, but I thought Palpatine with the lightning was pretty badass. Like that was pretty sick. Yeah, he. They finally showed like how powerful he could really be. Well, yeah. they've shown that before how quick he is, but just him lighting up the sky, the same full brute force, all of his power. Yeah, and then he just gets deflected. Okay, damn it, it's turning into a negative again. I'm sorry, fuck. (laughs) That was cool, though. I was was thinking. It looks dope visually. It looks sick. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's lighting up everyone. Why does he even just kill them all? Fuck it. Yeah, well, why did he need his little stupid plan to work? Plot, man, plot. He could have just murked everyone. He didn't need no one's help. Oh my god, that was true. That they did show a lot more force abilities, I think, in this movie compared to others. Though there was just all the battles, Ray's abilities, Kylo was doing cool shit. There was more force. I don't. I can't even think of everything that they did with like force abilities, but definitely more than I think most movies. Ray stopping the ship, that that even seemed kind of high level for her too. Yeah, and the lightning too. Yeah, the lightning thing's interesting because it's not really. It's not like it's passed on. It's more of a. Dark like, side ability. Count Dooku did it. Darth Vader could do it too, but he like he was capable of it, but he couldn't because of his life support systems. Yeah, he's just a straight cyborg. He didn't even have arms or yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess that was their foreshadowing that she was a Palpatine the first time in the series. <laughs> yeah, what else did I like? Let's see. I like too when he became Ben Solo. You could definitely see Adam Driver switched up his acting style. He did a bunch of Han Solo mannerisms. His stance. He kind of did like the, you know, come at me stance and there's something else that he did too. Oh, he shot back. Didn't even look at that dude. Look at that fool and just blasted him. Oh, when he was walking around the corner. Yeah. Like shot him over to the right. That was straight Han Solo. Yeah. And that blaster he has is a cool tie in because it's a blaster that Lando gave him when he was a kid, which actually ties back coolly into the books. Where did he find that? How did he get it so quickly? He just probably always had it. Fuck, I don't know where he would. Have. I don't know. I'm not even going to think about it. I don't know how he got it. <laughs> yeah. no, no, more, no more plot holes. It was, it was hiding under the back of his fucking cape. But he, maybe, maybe he kept it under his pillow always. <laughs> it seems like most Jedi have a blaster with them. So he... What? Oh, no. Like, Ray always carries a blaster. Luke always had a blaster. So you're saying he carried that hunky fucking thing on him at all times? It must have hide, <laughs> hiding his pant leg. Dude, I thought fucking Jedi's never used a blaster. Like true Jedi's never used a blaster. But that's the thing. Why not? Jedi the Jedi were flawed. That's why they got fucking wiped out. That's the whole point. That's what I thought that they were going with this trilogy too. It's they kind of did weapon. They kind of brought that back too. That's where I thought Ryan Johnson was going that hey, forget all that shit. That's not how it works. Clearly it didn't work. Like the Sith got wiped out, the Jedi got wiped out. You need to do something different. But then JJ comes back and says, no, good and bad. That's it. Yeah. 
Let's do it the exact way we've always done it. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Sawies. <laughs> I like that. I like the Muppet too. The Muppet creature when Lando's car. I mean, okay. <laughs> didn't do. Oh, that's another character that I really like too. Was Trio. Who's that? Or what was the name? Dio. The oh, droid. little droid. Yeah. The one was like, no thanks. No. no. <laughs> that one was voiced by J.J. Abrams. Oh, no, no way. Oh, I liked, there was two, I really liked Chewie in this movie too. One part for me that felt really emotionally was when he found out Leia died just because he's been with her the, since the beginning. He owed her a life debt because his life debt is sent, it extends from Han Solo. So that part actually I did feel pretty emotionally watching and they got him the medal. Oh, I did yeah. like that fan service. That was one fan service I really did like that he didn't get that in A New Hope. Yeah, that was bullshit. At the Yavin medal ceremony? Yeah, they didn't give Racist. my man's one. Racist against Wookiees. Aesthetically, these movies looked gorgeous. Their battles never looked better. Just the sets look amazing. You could just tell J.J. Abrams really puts in the time for the sets. That all looked really good to me. The water planet, the planet, the battle that they had just looked sick. Him walking through the water, all that stuff looked good. There was definitely still really good parts of this movie. And for the most part, it still had that Star Wars feel. Like there's like kind of that Star Wars high you get when you're watching parts. I definitely got that at, at some points too. That, that feeling is just fading for me and it sucks. Yeah, I agree. Like, I remember definitely going into The Force Awakens, dude. I remember when they dropped that first teaser trailer. It was just insane. Oh my God. Like, they showed yeah. Finn pop up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Stormtrooper. Holy shit. They show Ray. They show the Falcon again. That hype definitely was not there for this movie. But I yeah, parts for me, I did feel that because I went and saw it at Lucasfilm, too. So it was just being in that atmosphere was really cool. But damn, dude, just overall, I just didn't think it was. I didn't hate the movie. I just didn't think it was a good movie. Just thought it was kind of bad. I thought we were supposed to say our good things about the film. You just I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. I thought I was. I thought I was. <laughs> All right. Well, you go, Luke. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> damn boys okay so chris torreo says he's leaving it to the imagination of the viewer on how luke skywalker knew ray was a palpatine despite not batting an eyelash over it in the last jedi because remember he didn't even say anything when she he brought up darth sidious to her yeah and there wasn't any explanation in the last jedi novelization though luke looks ray up and down and senses she's a nobody the exact book excerpt says they sent you what's special about you jedi lineage royalty then it says, Ray was none of those things. And after a moment's consideration, Luke seemed to sense that. So unless Leia somehow told him in the afterlife, it doesn't make sense because Leia and Luke definitely hadn't talked in a while. Even before that, the conversation at the end of The Last Jedi, when he's force projecting himself, that seemed like the first time they talked in a while. So Lucasfilm story groups, they're going to have to explain this one in future content. But right now it doesn't make sense. So, okay, like think of it this way. So Leia sends off Ben to Luke because he's touched by the dark side or whatever, and she needs him to do it. But if she's a fully trained Jedi, she could do it herself. Yeah, She's his mom. Yeah, And she knows this whole time, this Palpatine, that she's a Palpatine. And another thing too, is that she never told Ben Solo that her his grandpa was Darth Vader. Never. He found out when he was like 24 years old, grown up already, and has probably been wondering why there's this darkness to him this whole time. And she never told Ray. How is that any different situation? You didn't, you could have done something different and told Ray who she is really as a Palpatine. It's like doing the same thing, but it just worked out better this time. It's kind of lucky. Yeah. And I just don't like leaving it to the imagination. I, I don't like that reasoning. Yeah. She deadbeat mom. <laughs> and there was for some reason people thought that Ray was going to stay and live on Tatooine. The writer confirmed that's definitely not what's going to, I don't know why anyone thought that shit was going to happen, but no, definitely not. You know, what I was going to talk about is I thought John Boyega did pretty good acting in this movie too 
for what he was given. They still yeah, just make him yell Ray all the time, but I thought like he was <laughs> he's improved over the trilogy. For sure. I agree. I liked his acting. All right, we got some um fan questions too. Matt Smith oh, one thing too, Matt Smith, he was supposed to be in the movie, his role was cut. Variety's reporter, Justin Kroll, said I guess he was supposed to be in the movie. That was the report. The rumor is he was supposed to be like a younger Palpatine when Palp came back. But I think they just went with Ian McDermott because it made sense. It worked. Just another actor was cut. Let's see. It doesn't have any. It's not any of the crazy controversy like all these release the JJ cut and all that shit. If you want to see the JJ cut, it's in theaters right now. Go to your go to your local theater. This is the movie he wanted. Wait. Oh, it's that one's in theaters now. The movie, the the, the <laughs> actual movie, the Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is the movie. Oh, that's, yeah. that's the JJ cut. <laughs> There's no. We don't need to keep doing these release the whatever movements. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Y'all are insane if you believe that. Random dudes on Reddit. No. I know that there was actual leaks that happened before this movie. Like looking back, the leaks were pretty accurate. But this stuff, this is all bullshit. It just comes from a troll subreddit. The, the subreddit was called Saltier Than Crate. What is that even? <laughs> that's that's a Last Jedi hate group. Of course, they're going to troll everyone. Yeah. We don't even need to talk about whatever was in it. It doesn't matter. Okay. Let's see. So we got some fan questions and then we're done. Then we're done, I promise. All right, sick. Richard James, he wants to know, what would you want to see next if these characters are used again? Them all die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't want to see them get used again, though. That's why all I right. said that. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I need to see them again. Yeah, I think I'm good, too. I don't need <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry. I think I'm good. They, you know... They did their thing. I'm, that's it. Move on. Please move on. Do something different. No more Skywalker shit. No more Ray. Just move away from all this. Do something completely different. That's what I want. And no more trilogies. Stop tying yourself to a trilogy. Just tell stories. Like, see where it goes. Don't, yeah, don't confine yourself to these, oh, we have to do a trilogy and we have to pack in four movies and all these twists and turns in your, in your arc, in your cohesiveness. Okay, next question. Oh, he wanted to know to actually... What was it that actually killed Leia? I think it was just she used all her force power to try to like bring this memory back. That's got to be it, right? Yeah, that's the only thing that I would think of either as being logical. And her body disappeared when her sons disappeared too. I thought that was a cool little poeticness. Maybe they're together somewhere. Well, we know she's a force ghost apparently, but Kylo probably not. Kylo just in the in the fucking in the just just down in the he's just down in the hole somewhere and his grandpa he's idolized his whole life is just talking to a palpatine poor guy yeah (laughs) okay next question taylor summer 23 how the fuck is palpatine going to have a kid and they're a nobody wait what (laughs) that oh okay okay yeah that's a good question i don't i don't know he just chose not to use his force powers which is weird question is who is like letting palpatine smash for real dude his sperm's probably like fucking just electricity straight out of the (laughs) dick hole just smashing with that monster face too like you think about the timeline so the like let's break it down okay so order 66 that happens 19 years before a new hope this happens 34 years 35 years after a new hope dude that had to happen after he was already like darth sidious ugly motherfucker that's why i don't make no motherfucking sense boy i'm thinking it probably wasn't consensual but fuck that's dark or maybe he like implanted his seed in a woman using the dark side. Or she's just a straight gold digger. That's the question we need an answer to. Yeah. That's the biggest question, man. Who the fuck is banging palps? Let me come inside. 
<laughs> do it. Do it. Let me come. <laughs> oh my goodness. I okay. want you to feel my seed. <gasps> Keep going, boy. <laughs> what was that part two? He's like, I can't I can't hold on any Oh my god. What? I, I can't I can't hold on any longer. <laughs> and he's just getting reflected on. Oh, by Mace? Yeah, by Mace. He got deflected on twice in the series. Did he learn a lesson. lesson? What a dumbass, man. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Any more? Okay, mm-hmm. let's see. At Phil Dead. Oh, he asked too. Also, how did Ben just randomly die after saving Ray? I assumed that this was because she was dead, so he transferred his whole life into Ray. A life yeah. for a life. Right? That makes sense. They had a connection. Yeah. They had this. insane force connection that's also how i think that he was able to bring someone back to life like remember that was anakin's whole goal was to be able to bring someone back to life and then his ancestor did it but i assume it's only because they have this connection right does that make sense (laughs) um okay what do you think (laughs) okay that's my my, that's my theory my question is though why didn't ray do it back afterwards she's like all right i'm just good with it the life now Thanks, Kylo. They they keep just like killing each like themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, no, you, no, you. But Ray comes back and she's just crying over him. But she's not sad enough to try to bring him back. It didn't really affect her. She was kind of unfazed. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, thanks, Kylo." Just pops up, celebrates. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, just gave his life for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Fuck, man. Yeah, they kind of fucked up Fuck. with that too. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. This one's a great movie. Oh, my God, boys. Fucking. Okay, next question. <sighs> well, this Phil Daddy just said something that we were saying. Palpatine was a lazy excuse to explain Ray being overpowered. Yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah. Okay, even with that, I would have been totally fine with The Last Jedi when they established that she was a nobody. I was cool with it. I thought that was kind of different because it's saying hey you're getting away from the skywalkers i was there's a lot of the stuff in the last jedi i did like there's a lot of stuff i didn't but that was something i didn't care that, that was fine with me like luke's arc totally cool with it that arc that these people you can be a powerful force user and not be a skywalker i like that but no he just tied it back it has to be these big families i agree one of my favorite parts too this is cool because we didn't actually talk about this from peter at p94 at home Personally, I thought this movie had the best lightsaber battles of the sequel trilogy, but the prequel stuff, my favorites of the franchise, with the new movies potentially being in the High Republic era, would y'all want to see return of prequel style fighting or original trilogy style? I think what I would want is maybe a mix, maybe not super, like there were some parts that you could say in the prequels were a little over choreographed, yeah. but definitely more like that pace. I like that, but I like the aesthetic of these new fights. and they kind of seemed a little floppy because they're not pros in this new one. So I like that too. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. What do you guys think? I would want to see a fighting style where they incorporate force speed and stuff like that more because that's an ability that's been teased a lot, but it's never really been fully fleshed. Just their ability to move around so quick using force speed and using force abilities, incorporating them really smoothly into the combat. Did, yeah. Like this trilogy did that. Yeah. Yeah. Use that, but then just bring it up a little bit more. Like, have all of the Jedi's arsenal and be able to incorporate that into a fighting style at the same time. Yeah, what about you, Luke? Prequel, prequel, 
pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said a mix? Yeah, fuck that shit. More <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Give me that spinny spin spin motherfucking spin shit boy. Spinny spins. <laughs> yeah, let's get fucking Wolfgang Stegeman to fucking yes. choreograph the next. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> let's get my man's in there. Wait, who's Wolfgang Stegeman? Boy. He, he did the Renfrey battle in Witcher episode one. Oh, I thought Vladimir Furdick did it. No, no that was the only that was the only one <laughs> that was the only one he didn't do. Oh, really? Dude, I honestly think Vladimir Fyrdek is not that great. Dude, me and Zach were just talking about this yeah. last night. He's not that good. No, agreed, man. Most of the stuff that he worked on in season eight, I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah, it's kind of just like some frou-frou bullshit. He wasn't in, in sorry, so in Game of Thrones season eight, because he played the Night King, he wasn't... He was more just like a stunt guy in that. He wasn't one the coordinating the fights or anything. Didn't, it, didn't he help on it in season in season eight for some of the White Walker stuff? Probably, but he wasn't like the main guy in charge of it all. Okay. Whereas he was the fight choreographer for most of these fights in The Witcher. Yeah. But Henry Cavill, I looked into this too, Luke, after all that, because I was like, that's really interesting. Henry Cavill called him up and said, yo, we need you to come do these reshoots. Oh, so he legit did that? Yeah, and they they cast like all, and the reason why that one looks so good is because it's all stunt devil or stunt doubles. Mm. <laughs> that's sick. That's dope. Right, I'm not gonna lie, that's the best fight of the series. It's the best fight of like, dude, television. This yeah. year, yeah, that shit was fire. That's the same guy, Luke or Ross, who did he did all the the stunts in Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh damn, do we do need that guy? That's why Henry Cavill called him up. And that's why he does all of Tom Cruise's movies, which we should talk about too. He mentioned, Peter mentioned the High Republic era. That's the rumor right now. It's going to be 400 years before the Skywalker saga. Yoda isn't going to be the same Jedi we know because, yeah, he's a lot younger. And they also are saying that it will be a trilogy rather than a series of films set in the same era. The source was making Star Wars. This guy just got dunked on by Colin Trevor the other day when he put out a bunch of info. So it's definitely take it with a grain of salt. But it is interesting. We should know soon because I think in January is when they're making the announcement on who the next director is for the next trilogy now, now that they're going to replace D&D. This was the trilogy, too, that D&D was supposed to do. Yo, imagine if it's Christopher Nolan. It won't be. I will cream my pants, dude. (laughs) It won't be. There's no way. Fuck. I want it to be so bad. Dude, maybe they'll make it us. I don't think Christopher Nolan's down to just be constricted. If Kathleen has these ideas and how she wants stuff to go, I don't feel like he would like that. You know what I mean? He feels like Warner Bros. just lets that man make what he wants. And same yeah. with DC. They just let him do what he wanted with, with Batman. I can't see that collaboration working. Yeah, but not everyone gets those kind of rights that he gets. He's like earned the ability to be able to say, this is a movie I want to make and like it'll be good because I, I have like- a track record. But I feel like Kathleen, up until this, when she took over Lucasfilm, man, she was making hits. She was producing hits. If we look yeah. over her track record, like she's a very accomplished producer. And it's clear that she likes to have pretty much, dude, she's fired. Like so many people have left projects, Star Wars projects, the past seven years. I just couldn't even see it. I couldn't see him being down to just be involved with this this crazy Star Wars movie. Have this next level hype to him and just controversy and yeah, you know, just the behind the scenes stuff and everything, dude. It's just a whole different thing. It's a whole nother beast, dude. Especially if he was behind the movie, imagine how much hype would be around it. Oh, it'd be nuts, man. Fuck. I don't know if I could see him doing another tr- like even series, a set of series of films. Like I think that they really 
it was really hard for him to come back and do a third Batman movie, right? Wasn't yeah. it? Just because his whole plan was to have Joker in the third one. I mean, he could have ended on the second one. Probably would have been a fine ending. Batman had to get redeemed. Or did he? And that's a cool way to end a story. Some a character that's kind of just fucked up and you just have to leave it there. You could have ended it, but it felt like that was going to be a trilogy. No, yeah. I yeah, I could see that too. Okay. I mean, Let's obviously get back. it was, but yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to these questions. Musti, Musti boy. Can you guys talk about the high expectations fans had for the new trilogy? I believe Star Wars is a very simple story at its core, and people had undeserved, insanely high expectations for the new movies because of nostalgia, and therefore were disappointed. And I, you know, I can see that a little bit, but yeah. it, the still thing it had to be executed correctly. There's just these didn't feel cohesive, and I think people are allowed to critique something like something you really love. Oh yeah, for sure. There's a spectrum to it. You know, there's people on one end that are insanely critical of it, like overly critical because of how much they love the franchise and they want it to be the way that they knew and loved it when they first saw it. And then there's on the other end of the spectrum, just people that are willing to give it any amount of pass because of the other end of the spectrum basically is how I see it. But then, I mean, there's people close to the middle on both sides. And I feel like I, yes, I'm biased. I love stars, but I can see the flaws in it and I can see the things that I like. And this just wasn't a very good movie, let alone a Star Wars movie, you know? I think even you can still critique these. This is art, dude. Someone's putting this out there. The first Star Wars movie, that shit got nominated for 11 Oscars. So if you can hold it on that, like that one to that standard, why not these new ones, man? These movies should still be getting better. We have better technology and just better acting, better everything. You know what I mean? It just... The problem with these ones is they weren't cohesive. There wasn't a set direction they had with this. It was just JJ going and setting up all this stuff that didn't have a good payoff. Like another thing I just thought of, there was no reason why Ray's lightsaber should even, or sorry, there's no reason why Anakin's lightsaber should call out to a Palpatine. It seems they were trying to set up her being a, a Skywalker from the beginning. And something happened along the way that they couldn't do that because of what happened with Ryan Johnson. But JJ should have directed that movie too. He was offered by Kathleen to direct the second one. He said no. So he could have had control of his whole trilogy. There could have been there could have been a team behind it. At least like with the other ones, George Lucas was driving all six movies. This one, there was different factors all along the way. Another aspect that I think that gave the original trilogy that, you know, kind of lightning in a bottle feel was just the fact that they were doing the movies because they had a story to tell. They weren't doing them because this is the biggest franchise in movie history history and we need to make these movies to make money or that we have expectations on making sequels and stuff like that you know they just had a story to tell and then they got the best team they could to tell it and they went out and did it you know and it's still different too like it's different when you don't have plot points like what we've already talked about with the twins and with darth vader that's stuff that you're developing your story whereas this changes stuff that was already established it's just yeah I think people are allowed to critique stuff. You're allowed to. Oh, for sure, yeah. There was high expectations, too, because it's saying, well, if you are about to make a sequel to some of the most beloved movies of all time, it's got to be good. Yeah, and you have to know that going in, that obviously it's going to have high expectations. Yeah, I mean, the first movie made $2 billion. And that's the other thing, too. Box office-wise, this one's going to make a billion, but $2 billion that first one to $1 billion probably this movie, that's a big drop-off. 
Yeah. (laughs) They should just take a step back and really try to figure out what they're going to do with the next one. And I think another thing of that, too, is Star Wars. They're only coming every 20 years or so. Maybe step back even a little bit and sit on it for a couple more years. Just do these do these TV shows because like Mandalorian's pretty good for the most part. Pretty solid. Obi-Wan, that sounds kind of sick. I'm excited for that story, too. So one Wars season seven is coming out too soon. Yeah, exactly, man. There's some good Star Wars stuff. It's just, yeah, whatever. Okay. At the real Trejo, what was up with Ray just showing off her lightsaber? Oh, just randomly. <laughs> yeah, I guess she could have just gone down and used it to light up the bottom of that place. I don't know, man. That's a JJ mystery box at LXF112. I think I'm in the minority that actually enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was a good film. I can see why people probably did not enjoy it, as I did have my problems with it. Though none of it is JJ's fault, in my opinion. Disney rushed this trilogy. I think it's all their faults. Disney, yeah. Kathleen, JJ, Ryan Johnson. Everyone just not, like we've been saying, everyone not sit down and have just a good direction for this stuff. Yeah, I think everyone. Definitely, definitely partially JJ's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, this one's just... I think we talked about this. Yeah, we talked about pretty much all that you guys going to do. We already talked about the director's cut shit. At Alexander, Alex Sanders, Luke Sanders, do you think we will get any explanation on how the Emperor survived when the DVD is released or maybe in a director's cut? Fuck, man. I hope so. <laughs> I I hope they just leave it. Just, just don't move say anything. On. Yeah, just, just move, move on. on. Forget it, dude. Yeah. Please. There's going to be no good explanation. There isn't. So... Right? Like, you're not going to be able to explain that in a satisfying way. I don't think, anyways. <laughs> the Force, that's it. <laughs> they just say the Force. Nothing yeah. else. At Seth Andrig, will Ray ever come back? I'm sure she'll come back in books and sp- spin off shit. Daisy Ridley already says she's not coming back. All the actors say they're not coming back. That's just... Oh, fuck. Just to show how they feel about this, man. They kind of just... The, the, like, the press tour was really telling, just how they were acting. Oscar Isaac. John Boyega said he won't come back either. We Damn. say he won't do a Disney Plus show. I'm not sure on a movie. Let's go. Billy Billy D. Williams, though, did say that that might not be the last we see of Lando. So I could see them doing like that fourth rumored prequel show. Not even rumored. Remember, they said that they're making another one, like a secret TV show. I could see that being a backdoor pilot right there and with him and Jonna. Hey, Billy D's got to get work, man. I don't see him in a lot of shit. So yeah, I'm down that. with more Lando. Yeah, got to get that paycheck, baby. At Bing 182. Why didn't Palpatine just stop shooting his life? <laughs> Good question. Fuck. Fuck. For another time. <laughs> God damn it. All right, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Okay, dude. That's that's it, boys. Let's rate this shit and let's get out of here. Well, this is it. I mean, this was the movie. We've been this is one of those movies we've been talking about since we started this pod. So yeah. that's fun. Like <laughs> it was gonna be tough for them to live up to any expectations, honestly. With, the, with what was set up. I don't know what I would have I done know. differently. I feel like that's kind of a cop-out. Like, if you make just a solid, like, 8 out of 10 movie, just a pretty good damn movie with not a lot of, like, holes in it, I think most people are going to be satisfied with that. Way more satisfied than this, anyways. What? Well, of course, but I'm saying, like, how do you end this? How do you end the entire Skywalker saga? I don't know how you would... I don't know how you do it. It just it goes back to how you started it, how it was all set up. I don't know. I don't even know if like if you have Luke live longer or Han Solo live longer. I don't know if that changes. I don't know what the answer is. is That would be a question that you would have to answer over a period of time. I don't think you could just ask us right now and we could just come up with it. You know, 
sit down yeah. and talk about it. <laughs> Personally, I was talking to Luke about what George Lucas wanted to do with the whole Wills stuff and the Mando, the medic, like he wanted to bring back, what was that shit called? Midichlorians? Yeah. Dude, he wanted to bring back some of like the worst aspects of the prequels. So even his, from what we know in his outlines, it didn't sound good either. It didn't sound like there needed to really be a seven, eight, nine. Just I mean, tell Star Wars. Like there's more, there's so much stories in the Star Wars universe. It's so big. Just do different stuff. Don't even touch this era. Do any other area. I wasn't saying they should ever use George Lucas's original, like first draft skip. His outline for seven, eight, nine? Yeah. Dude, we all know his outlines suck. Not the, <laughs> not the first draft, dude. I was Once just saying like, like seventh, seventh rough draft, then you're looking good. Oh, but I just mean that his like commitment was to this whole midichlorian idea. That's what he wanted to build on with his next trilogy. And like these microscopic beings called the wills. No, the wills aren't microscopic. Yeah, they are. No, Yoda, doesn't Yoda visit them in the end of the Clone Wars? No, they've never been in anything. No, they're in the Clone Wars. It shows them at the very end. Yeah. Says you can only view them. This is from him. You can only view them under a microscope. They're the ones who are controlling the whole universe. They're the ones who placed... They were supposed to be the ones who placed Anakin. All right, boys. Let's rate this shit and go to bed. Oh, we got to get Luke back on here. He's Lucas! Got, he's muted himself. What? <laughs> Give us a rating. Rate it. Big rate pop. this shit. <laughs> rate it, Big Poppy. I rate it a 60. I'm saying... Two. I'm 60 out of 100 for me. 60? I said 62. I think overall, probably in my, yeah, definitely my bottom three Star Wars movies. I'm just going to say it. Bottom three Star Wars movie for me. Episode one, two, went worse. First year in my mind. 52. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate episode one? I was just thinking that. I think I would rate that like of, I was thinking like between 40 and 45 somewhere. What? I'm going to rewatch it and I'll come back to y'all. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Please do. Honestly, I feel like I watched it like a month ago or something. And Yo, I, okay. I thought it was still good. So that movie has four good parts. Pod racing, a good part. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, good parts. And then their battle with Darth Maul, good part. Four good parts in the whole movie. Them assaulting the Naboo castle. That's a good part. I like that it makes the world bigger, too. Yeah, introduce oh, new planets. Yeah, world building. Darth Maul. Okay, Darth Maul is pretty cool, too, just in general. At last, we will have a revenge. Damn, I'd probably just give it a 60 just so I can say I'd still rate all the Star Wars movies positive. No, they're not all positive. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom three, all 60s. Dude, I actually just made a list of where I rank every Star Wars movie because I was talking about it with some of my friends from high school. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back, number one. <laughs> you know. At one point, the list was just one was Empire Strikes Back and then 11 Phantom Menace and nothing else was filled out. <laughs> but my, okay, so my bottom four were The Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, and then Phantom Menace at the, the very worst one. Say that again? My bottom four were eight, okay, Fourth to last was The Last Jedi. Third to last, Rise of Skywalker. Second to last, Attack of the Clones. And then the worst was Phantom Menace. Dude, I still think... Dude, there's only like nine. <laughs> You're going to have a bottom four? There's 11 Star Wars oh, movies. yeah. I have all 11. I'm talking... I'm talking Skywalker shit, motherfucker. 
<laughs> oh, I did all 11. But even if it's just Skywalker shit, they're still all at the bottom because they're all Skywalker shit. I think, dude, because Last Jedi has some stuff that I really loved in it, but it that's also true. has some of the worst shit I've ever seen in Star Wars. Last Jedi was... That's why it's hard to put above Solo, because Solo's, like, consistently good. I need to... Re- I haven't, I've only watched Solo once. I watched Maybe. it twice, but there might be some stuff that I'm missing. I'm looking at your list. Revenge of the Sith seems way too damn high. Second best yeah. Star Wars movie? Bro, okay, the second through fourth were oh, very God, hard. Bitch at number one, boy. <laughs> Y'all crazy. I almost Revenge of the Fish. Could, you uh, underestimate my power. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You Revenge of the Fish. <laughs> what? Revenge of the Fish. Okay. From my, my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Oh my dude, so many cringe lines in that in that movie. But they're so iconic. <laughs> so much cringe. Uh-oh. Whatever, get drunk and watch it. Fucking, it's good. Okay, that's true. But it has oh, so much good stuff in it, too. I can't believe you have Revenge of the Sith over A New Hope. It's tough. I uh, think, okay, here's here's my, just looking at this, I'm putting Force Awakens lower just because just cause of this trilogy in general. Okay, I definitely have Empire. Okay, I can do my undebated top four. Empire Strikes Back, A New Hope, Rogue One, Return of the Jedi. Those are my top four. Everything else, I don't know. Respectable. <laughs> I think I'd put Solo above this trilogy, this recent trilogy. And I would definitely put Revenge of the Sith over this recent trilogy. So probably Revenge of the Sith fifth, then Solo. Then, dude, I don't know, Force Awakens, Last <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, then the bottom three, like I said. Okay, I guess that wasn't too hard. Damn, you figured that out real fast. There's never been a time in the Star Wars movies that I've ever been so pissed than when the Mary Poppins scene happened. That's true. It just felt so wrong. Cause I agreed. <laughs> I remember literally thinking, "That's this is okay, so that's how she dies. You know, because she's dead. The actress is dead. And then she fucking opened her eyes. And then she just supermaned it. And I was like, what is going on right now? And I remember <laughs> literally someone in this theater screaming, what the fuck? fuck like that was my exact reaction (laughs) i swear to god i was like what the fuck was that and they added that scene in in post-production and they and what's his name ryan johnson never gave that explanation for that scene for like six months so i couldn't watch the movie again after that because i was just didn't make any sense dude that scene made her the single most powerful jedi she was not and she wasn't a jedi until now she is now i guess that's another reason why maybe why jj threw that shit in thank you all for listening that's all we got long ass one but that's all we got thank you everybody make sure to drop us reviews on apple wherever you can follow us on twitter at not a movie pod at sw tweets that's our star wars account at culture crave follow you boys I'm at Zach underscore Williamson, at Luke underscore Goosens, and at Ross Cutsforth. Shout out Julian J5Music.com. Bunch of content. Subscribe to our Patreon. We're gonna do we're gonna start getting ready for the Game of Thrones prequel. We're gonna start doing Patrons on Game of Thrones, and we're gonna do complete character breakdowns for all the guys, all the big players that are gonna happen in this prequel show. Oh, should we do some shout-outs? Might have a couple. I love you, mom. Oh, if you haven't listened, we did we did dropped our Mandalorian pod. Bunch of Mandalorian pods. Did the whole season. Go back and listen to those. If you're a new listener, let me check Chartable. I know we have like a couple that we haven't read in a while. 
been a minute. Shout out Noah B25. Thank you, reviewing man. Cameron Chase Clark. Thanks, bro. Do we do Peter Polinski? I feel like we have Peter Polinski. That's it. Shout out to everyone who subscribed to our Patreon too. We up over forty, man. That's awesome. Thank you all. That's fucking awesome. What Damn, else, boy? We got over forty today. We're over forty. Hype, dude. Fuck yeah, it's sick. We creeping. Two hundred. Yeah. Let's get two hundred by end of the year. All right. Fuck it. By summertime. Two hundred what? Patrons. Oh fuck yeah. Two hundred what? Just a <laughs> mouthful of fucking food. Fat ass. <laughs> Oh, you just got fucking spitfired. Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fools. That's it. We're out of here. Let's log, let's log off. Peace. <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs>